Hello, my little red velvet Oreos. It's me, Allison. Welcome to another exciting Thursday show. On the show today, Daniel Quantz, my husband. Hello. Jenna Kim Jones, whom you guys know and love. Hello, hello. Jenna's husband, Alan Moss, who you might know as hashtag Al. Hey. And his, it's his first time on the show. He's a special guest. Very special. Yes, I'm Woo-hoo! still in job interview mode. I'm still like... <laughs> Visiting the in-laws. You're going to need to step it up a little bit then. <laughs> deal. Deal. We can do that. And super special guest Jordan Morris. Oh, uh, hello. Yay. Welcome. I don't have a husband. Oh. No. <laughs> well, not yet. Always a bridesmaid. <laughs> so Jordan uh, of the Jordan Jesse Go podcast mm-hmm. and of At Midnight and what else? I mean, well, not that those aren't enough. Yeah. Uh, oh, no, that's pretty much it. Uh, you know, hanging around my house, talking to the cat. Cat owner, perfect. Sometimes on I can the say indoor that. kids, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, I am sure. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, a yeah. semi regular on the indoor yeah. kids video game podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. Nice. I think last time we go. talked, you were doing yoga or Pilates. Yeah, uh, not doing that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so that's going short lived. Short lived. Doesn't uh, it seem like those kind of things are usually short lived? I feel like you. Yeah. I would like yeah. to know. How often you can catch up with someone who the last time you talked to them, they were doing yoga or Pilates and like they're more they're into sti- it now. Like, yeah, I just keep getting more into it. Harder yoga, hotter <laughs> yoga, <laughs> weirder pants. Um, yeah, you oh, I, here's what started my my uh, not doing of yoga anymore was I, I moved not too, too far away, but I could walk to the old yoga place. Uh, and now I can't walk anymore. Uh, so like, I just said, it. "Fuck it!" I yeah. said, "Fuck it!" Yeah. Forget that I know. was your. I'm not walking to exercise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, the reason I went oh yeah. a while ago was because I rem- you mentioned pants. Yes. And I remembered. You remember the um, kerfuffle some time ago because they were the see-through Lululemon oh, yeah. yoga yes. pants. Oh yeah. And yeah, yeah people yeah, didn't sure. know were see-through. So when Daniel and I were in New York over the holidays, okay. we were walking our dog. And yeah. there was a woman in front of us who was. I think Daniel like elbowed me and was like, "Look." ass crack <laughs> right in front of yeah. us and the thing is it was really cold and i was thinking she must be you should so really cold. have a hand signal for ass crack because <laughs> she yeah. might have heard you <laughs> exactly. he just yeah just something well he just he just pointed like mo you know hit me and then i looked forward and i'm like i see her whole butt and yeah. it's just covered with a very thin film of pant <laughs> but no, no, i don't no. think she realizes like how much skin yeah, yeah. yes like i don't think she realized it a- all and that's the thing with those pants. People didn't realize. And you've oh, got to yeah. be aware of the nature of your butt if you're going to wear those out in public. I mean, Yikes. she was a, I mean, not, you know, she was like a 60 something year old lady with. Ooh. Yeah. This whole image okay. has just changed dramatically. Yeah. Oh, right. Like, it's it's hotter and hotter <laughs> and. I mean, I don't know. You know, it's just like. You're fine if I jerk off at your kitchen table, right? <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. Oh, my God. This whole thing makes me feel sorry for her and it makes me want to send her a gorgeous bouquet of flowers. Nice. Do you think like it was just a thing where she was like, "Well, I'm 60. Uh, God these bless are com- her. These are comfortable. Did. Fuck yeah. it. Check out my 60 year old. You know? Do you think it was she didn't know, or do you think she was just like, fuck it? What's I don't I know. Hope it's I fuck think it. she. Well, okay. I think she didn't know because I think mm-hmm. the thing with those pants is like it's all happening behind you. Sure. But she was wearing a really short jacket, and it was really cold. Uh-huh. So it's like she was dressing to show off okay. 
her not covered butt. So then a little, you know, there is some stuff to make me think that maybe you're right. I mean, I guess that's, a, uh, that's I guess, another thing entirely is that, like, check out the goods. I mean, that's a third option, <laughs> yeah. I feel like. Right. Right. But back to the part where I was trying to segue into the read about flowers. Oh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful, modern, rustic nice. <laughs> bouquets from the books. They're, the flowers are cut the day you order them, which means you get them sooner and they last longer. They're from the side of an active volcano. They're shipped direct to your door from Ecuador. Imagine the stories they could tell. Flat pricing, no upsells or hidden costs. The shipping is always free. What you see is what you get in a bait and switch. The picture you see on the website is literally what they send you. Um, and if you want to get 15% off, visit www.thebooks.com that's T-H-E-B-O-U-Q-S.com and use the promo code A-Rosen so again that's thebooks.com promo code A-Rosen but hurry up because the deal expires on January 27th again that's promo code A-Rosen to get 15% off your gorgeous Books flowers okay let's talk about a weird thing I've noticed which is since I've um, gone into business for myself shall we say <laughs> I spend a lot of time at home and so by the time we're recording a show like say this one I'm stumbling over my words because I'm realizing I haven't spoken that many words in the course of the day. Jenna, you are nodding like someone who recognizes this. This is my life all the time. All the time. Because by the time he gets home, I'm just yeah. like a rambling mess. Like, I haven't spoken to a human all day. Tell me everything. What happened? Do you happened? have a pet to talk to? No. But that's... You need That's to get on that because you can have some. You can <laughs> pretty deep you stuff. You can ramble to a pet. Pretty deep stuff going on <laughs> yeah, with yeah. you and your pet, your cat. Yeah, I, that's something to think about because today I found myself talking to myself. Hmm. Well, like out loud. Yeah. What were you saying? Just like you know, things about myself. Sorry, I got suddenly distracted. Okay. But because this is in the dining room studios at home. Wendy, our dog, is in the other room, and she's howling. She's is she howling. crying? Yeah. Yes. Did you hear that? Yes. That just sustained. Oh, Not we? an ambulance. No. Should we bring her in here? It will be crazy if she's I in here. I can try. Okay. What the hell? Listeners, oh come take it's a trip with us. Yeah. yeah. I think right. people know that we're letting I'm it all hang out I'm very excited to meet Wendy the dog. Okay. She's gonna, yeah. This is going to be crazy doing this, this on air, good, though. Uh, radio? No, I don't think so. <laughs> but at the same time, <laughs> she's adorable. Do it. All okay. Right. Yeah. Because right. she's going to be like, because you guys are new to her. Sure. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. all right. Be some Dogs love me. All yeah. right. I'll be right back. Okay. He's the Caesar Milan of yeah. the podcast. <laughs> it's okay. I'm sure you're a good pack leader. It'll be just fine. He's good at it. It's my Caesar Milan. <laughs> so Alan, what's it like being married to Jenna? Not as funny as you think. You know? <laughs> I, I but, did you uh, have that. I feel like you had that one. I had that one in the chamber. I had that one locked in. <laughs> He's used that one before. Yeah. You know, most okay. people are always like, Oh, comedian, huh? Must be a blast. <laughs> and it's like, well, it's a lot of uh tears and writing and then funny on stage. Yeah. So it's good. Is this funny? Is this funny? <laughs> That's the question he hears the most. Tell me I'm funny. That's a lot of that. And uh, I always tell her that she's hilarious. So He's it's very good. good at that. Yeah. Al opened for me this weekend. Really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that you do comedy. He I doesn't. don't. I don't. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Most people would agree that I don't do comedy. What did you do? I just went in. They just asked me to do like a quick intro, like uh, walk through like how we met and all that kind of stuff. And uh, so I did that and just made jokes. He killed about, though. He did so you know, well. And I was like, this is it, guys. I did that We're for the show Jeff the Dunham in Vegas this weekend. No I just way. like went upstairs, went up <laughs> on stage, talked about how we met, <laughs> uh, how me and Peanut used to date. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did you really do anything with Jeff no. Dunham? Okay. I'm I've gullible. never met Dunham. I like to I wanted you to think I was cool, so I lied about knowing Peanut. <laughs> How was Boise? It was good. It was um 
dark and dreary, very overcast and foggy yeah, and kind of, of like sad. sad looking. But overall, the trip was great and the crowd was fantastic. And it was like one of those shows where you walk off stage and you're like, OK, I get why I do this. Hmm. Fine. You know, because you have other yeah. shows where you're like, this is a terrible life choice that I've made. But this one was like, wow. Thank goodness. Great I've ex- crowd. I've experienced both of those. Right? Obviously not doing stand-up, but doing live podcasts and mm-hmm. things. And I remember the first time I did Allison Rosen is your new best friend live. It was at UCB. And I had that feeling of like, oh, I get why people do this now. Because it was my crowd. And exactly. every, you know, every, they were loving every bit of everything. Things that I just thought were just filler. I mean, this yeah. is, they weren't, they weren't like, this is not going to kill. This is just chatter. Um, but from the heart, but still people, I, it was like a, just a warm hug. That's exactly what then this I, was. Yeah. I've also had that feeling of a show where it's like, I feel like nothing is connecting and right. I, and I feel so disconnected and uncomfortable right now. Mm-hmm. That's the worst. You just, I've witnessed no- that happen. It's tough. <laughs> it's, it's a long tough night even as an audience member. <laughs> <laughs> like, Ooh, this is not feeling good. This is not good. Yeah. <laughs> There's Jordan, truth. you perform live. Yes. Uh, I do. Yeah, we will. We will. Uh, we will do Jordan Jesse go live from time to time. And I know exactly what you mean. And it's that feeling of like, I think when you podcast, it kind of feels sometimes like you're just doing it into a void. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, this is nice. This is a, a it this is a nice social atmosphere. But when it's like you and another person just in a weird box, like nodding at each other, it's <laughs> like it, it. It feels like some sort of weird like purgatory or a punishment <laughs> or something you know like something you've been you've been damned to uh well jordan jesse go you guys have a box you guys actually record we do have a right? very yeah we have a a, a nightmarish soundproof <laughs> booth this is lovely this is like in a living room i feel like i'm at a fun and sexy dinner party but uh uh yeah jordan jesse go can can seem like some sort of torture chamber yeah torture chamber that's a good word yeah like mm. you know yeah some bond villain has sent a henchman in to get some information out of you uh but yeah like live it's like oh great you're just like it's like proof that people are listening you know yes, it's like yeah. oh you laughed at that inside joke that i suspected maybe only makes my friend laugh you know mm-hmm. uh and it's nice uh to not have your f- feedback limited to you know some Twitter complaints about the sound quality. <laughs> Amen, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, live podcasting is a lovely thing. I, I'm always anxious to do it. Uh, would love to do more. So, yeah. Alan, I have got to hear more about you opening for Jenna. Yeah, how did it go? How did you I, feel? I, did, you did, you feel? did you get laughs? Did you get laughs? I don't think, I mean. You know what? I know it meant something to him. He's being very modest right now because okay. later that night when we were going to bed, he's like, so what'd you think? About what I said earlier before you went on stage. You know, I totally, I totally get why you ask me, you know, how did, how did it feel? What's this? How's this funny? I I like it. I mean, it's, I get the, the pushback of the audience like Jenna talks about. Um, What, What is the pushback? Um, I always think when you get a really strong laugh when you're doing stand-up, I think there's like a physical reaction that you get when people laugh that almost kind of like pushes you back a little bit. And that's my favorite moment of stand-up is when you actually have the when you're pinned by laughter yes yes it's so amazing so he finally was like oh i get it i get that yeah just a little bit of that you know so it was fun i don't know i just uh i my other go-to joke is that uh jenna is the marmalade to my dry toast yeah people love that i I don't know that i would call that a joke i I mean it's adorable yeah it's something that would be crocheted on a pillow yeah yeah exactly and people always think like oh they do they love everything he says because it's like it's that whole husband wife dynamic of like oh wow they must get along their lives must be so 
fun and interesting and i'm like really we watch a lot of netflix and eat a lot of food but (laughs) so it's not as exciting as you all think kind of magic but (laughs) i want to awe about that (laughs) but it was fun it was really fun yeah Yeah. good yeah Daniel, my Hi. husband, you've been awfully quiet so far. I know, I know I'm you've dealing been... with Wendy. He's right yeah. Wendy is very sweet. Wendy's well, doing excellent work. I'm surprised excellent she's work. being uh, uh, calm in my arms, so that's nice. Yeah, good. Maybe uh, this I feel is like an evil Bond villain here. While I'm doing <laughs> Stroking here. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah. But yeah, she's being sweet. Stay on the she mic, wants to, She wants to get on. Uh, she wants to get on. <laughs> Sorry. She literally <laughs> just pushed my in head into the microphone. Sorry. Oh and I was God. getting some complaints Sorry. in the last one that I wasn't close enough to the mic. So. Well, now you're on there. So really? Like, people complained about the sound quality of the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> doesn't sound like that podcast before. listeners. <laughs> it's almost like thinking if you misspell a word, people on Twitter will let you know. Oh, what was that hmm. thing? I remember very early oh, in our... This was one of I'm the conversations we had very early in our dating. You said there was some... Someone was like the way to get the most... They realized oh. the way to get the most comments ever. I think it was Scott Ackerman maybe was saying that if you wanted to get... A lot of comments just purposely misspell something, yeah. and he did. Do a <laughs> your got... your mistake. Or yes, a... yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is. I think that tw- you know it's the easiest thing to comment on. You know, is what? No, nothing. Oh, <laughs> I just autumn. I yeah. <laughs> That's just my face when I'm listening to you. <laughs> okay. I for some reason associate because I get so mad when that happens. I get so mad. It it when almost what happens? it ruins like half a day for me when I get a weird like. Yeah. You misspelled this, or like on the on a podcast, if I like said the title of a it, it was something was a Kiss song, but oh, it was yeah. really an Ace Freely solo song, <laughs> right, like right, right. shit like that. It like ruins my day, and I I automatically I just my go to is like, well, if that person was getting laid more often, they wouldn't say that. <laughs> yeah. Like it's like that. Yeah. Would, if you were getting like if you were having sex, that would just roll off your back. You wouldn't feel the need to go on there. That's my like weird defense That's your that sick I go burn. into. Yeah, that's totally my sick burn. <laughs> yeah, I get that feeling. I stress out. And he can attest, Al can attest to this too, where if I'll like skip a word, which I more often will miss a word when I'm tweeting, like I'll forget the uh or the extra the or something like that. And it always stresses me out. And then I'm like, I have to hurry and delete it. And then someone will favorite it. And then I'm like, oh, yes. Uh, you don't no. want to lose the favorite. You don't want to lose the favorite. Right. I feel like right. I want to add the people like, <laughs> would you just favorite it again? I corrected it. But I would still like the favorite, please, because I keep track of these. And it has something exactly. to do with my self-esteem. paid by the favorite, I think Twitter would be more readable because people would put more effort into it. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Wouldn't that be great? Yes. That would be terrific. Yeah. But see, my thing is... If it's something minor, I'm hesitant to erase it and re- redo it because I feel like it's just going to look like this same not that funny tweet again. <laughs> Why does she keep <laughs> tweeting this thing? I did a weird. I had a weird. God, I had the same fucking thing. I did a. Uh, okay, so we were pitching on something on at midnight. I think it was Zoe Deschanel's pregnancy. Uh, I didn't even know she was pregnant. She's pregnant, yeah. and there's you lots of jokes pregnant. to be made. Yeah, uh, and I think the joke I made was. Uh, when she gives birth, the umbilical cord will be chewed off by a ferret in a top hat. (laughs) (laughs) And pretty funny. Uh, I think the head writer ultimately said, like, "Ah, I think that just creates a weird image, not really what we're going for, took it out of the script. (laughs) Uh, Apparently, uh, on on the day, Hardwick uh, said it out loud. I had already tweeted it and had to rush back and oh, delete it. No. Yeah. And that was 50 fucking favorites. Down he owes you 50 favorites. He does, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Bummer. So, 
So, <laughs> but I like leg- legitimately stressed out about that, which uh, makes me a, a strange person with weird priorities. No, so you, I get it. Yeah. Oh man, do I? You get had it. to delete it though, so that it wouldn't look like it was already out there. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess uh, with with that show is so like kind of like Twitter based and audience based. Right. Uh, I think a problem they have a lot is people saying you stole this from me. Gotcha. You know. Oh yeah, so, that happens sure. a lot. With yeah, yeah. Games, it's just a hashtag games. Yeah, stuff. it's just a weird little annoyance that. Absolutely, no one steals from people on Twitter. I think as a comedy writer, you'd be have a hard time living with yourself if you got, yeah. you know, Master Chief four twenty. You went into his feed and stole <laughs> all his tweets. One would hope, uh, one but yeah, hope. but it happens. So I think that's just something you try and nip in the bud early. Yeah, let's talk about Las Vegas for a second. Mm. Hi, another awkward segue. That wasn't even an attempt at a segue. That was just a harsh <laughs> subject change. <laughs> But um, anyway, I don't know if you guys have the feeling that I do when you're walking around Vegas, which is you look at other people and you're like, I just feel like they got a better deal than I did. Somehow there's some way magically to go to Vegas and have them pay you and not even just at the tables. Um, Anyway, and I think I found the way. Obviously, they don't pay you, but the place to get good deals is Vegas.com. Unlike other travel sites, everyone who works at Vegas.com actually lives in Vegas and parties there and knows how to do it and how to get the deals. Um, so this, and also the second prices drop Vegas.com drops the prices on their site in real time. And they give you insider tips on where to stay and what to do when you're there. They have this, as I mentioned, proprietary drop watch tool, which promises the lowest rates on hotels. So it continue continually monitors the price even after you book and notifies you of changes to ensure you get the best deal, book at a lower rate and they'll refund you the difference. Um, Vegas.com does the work for you, which is just another reason to book at Vegas.com. They have your back. And if you go to Vegas.com right now, and when you book hotels, shows, vertical zip lining off the Rio, anything, uh, if you enter my code best friend in the promo box at checkout, you get an extra 10% off everything but air hotel packages. That's Vegas.com and get your bonus savings with my secret code best friend. Okay. So something happened recently, which is um, I got my hair straightened, which I Mm. do every once in a while. Um, I've talked before about the, oh my God, this is gal chat. (laughs) Yeah, it is. Get ready for a long song. (laughs) Settle down, guys. This is going to go on for a while. Yeah. You're not going to want to really blow your wad in terms of the dancing in your chair because it's long. Wendy can participate. She's a gal. It's going to go on longer, just so you know. <laughs> the Enigata DeVita podcast theme song. It's, it's anthemic. See, these songs have their roots in my Ustream show, my live streaming show. Sure. So then you could play the songs. And then and Jenna was on that show because Jenna's from New York, as, or lived in New York as well, and that's how we know each other. Um, so we could like dance on screen right. during the song. There's a lot of fun stuff, but now sure, it's just yeah. it's just a lot of us talking gotcha. over it. <laughs> anyway, I have talked before. I like the little flourish you did with your hands. Thank Jenna. you. That was very nice. I have talked before. Especially you guys are still committed to dancing during it. Oh yeah, yeah. no, it's that very important. important. But I guess it gets the energy up. I yeah. guess that's right. like a functional part of it. Anyway, I was just feeling it. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, we were. I get excited it. for gal chat. Um, and some of the other guys who used to be on the show would mock gal chat mercilessly. <laughs> Those pigs. They would. I know. Yes, they all women. Understand. Yes, all women. <laughs> <laughs> Segments. 
too. So anyway, I've talked before about the difference between Japanese straightening and Brazilian straightening and my feelings about both. But it had been a long time since I had my hair Japanese straightened. It uh, you look can, so can confused. I, wait, wait, can Al? I just know a Cliff's Notes version of the oh, yeah. what is the okay. difference here? Oh, oh, good. Thank I you. Mean, okay, so Japanese straightening <laughs> is sort of like a reverse perm. It is a permanent solution to frizz and curl so it permanently straightens your hair oh okay and the way they do it is they put this chemical solution on your hair uh there's a bunch of steps but they use a straightening iron to straighten it and then it it like once they put the chemical in your hair it kind of breaks down your hair or whatever and then whatever shape they put into it 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 takes that so they could curl it at that point you have a perm or they do the japanese straightening which makes it straight i think i saw a boy meets world episode on this exactly i think okay i'm in now i'm with you brazilian straightening is also keratin straightening. That's where they put a coating of keratin on your hair and it keeps it straight for like two to three months, but then it wash and you have to use special shampoo so you don't wash it out, but ultimately it washes out entirely. But that's very popular because if you color your hair, that one is better for your hair. But then there are all these people who are like, no, it's bad for you because you breathe in the fumes and there's formaldehyde in it. And so it's kind of, um, it was very popular, and then there was some bad press. But a lot of people still do it. And a lot of people prefer that one to Japanese straightening because Japanese straightening, if you color your hair, you can't do it. And it leaves your hair very flat. But so anyway. Okay. <laughs> that, that wasn't I feel the much, notes. I feel much that more was informed. the whole book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, it had been about a year and a half since I'd straightened my hair. I don't know why I kept – I think I kept putting it off because – um, I was afraid that it was going to be too flat right afterwards and I was getting married and that was like a year ago. Um, and then I, there was this at home keratin that I was doing. I realized I'm going into too much detail, so I'm just going to get right to the point. <laughs> You're painting a picture. Finally. Yes. So I was doing all these temporary stopgap measures, sure. but still my, and my hair had puff, which gave it some volume, but it was just, I was dreading washing it and having to blow it dry straight. And I hate that. And I was like, you know what? Because I'm trying to get pregnant as well, which is this ongoing thing. So I have to time my hair things. Are you doing the Japanese style or the Brazilian <laughs> style of pregnancy? <laughs> right now, the American, but we'll see how well that oh, goes. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You don't want a foreign baby. That would be weird. <laughs> so I have to time the hair things to find, right. finding out if I'm pregnant or not. So since I wasn't pregnant, I was like, I'm tired of spending all this time blowing dry my hair. I'm just going to make an appointment to get it Japanese straightened. So I did. And I'm so happy because now I can just wash it and be done with it. However, the day after it happened... Uh, Daniel and I were at the grocery store, which is like our main outing. I get that. And you, guys, he, uh, you guys go to that Ralph's down there? <laughs> Trader Joe's? Which, uh, what's your grocery Pavilions, store? Pavilions. Oh, okay. That's our jam. But only because they sell the soda I like. If Daniel yeah. had his way, we would go to Ralph's, wouldn't yeah, we? Yeah, it's like on the edge of the apocalypse, that pavilions we go to. It's pretty <laughs> What's awesome. the soda? That, oh, this, this one. This yeah. refresh, it refresh is. A? It's this refresh, which is pavilions. <laughs> I say refresh. It's French. I pronounce the E. <laughs> yeah. It's refresh. Wait, wait, do they put an accent well, on that? No, no, no but no. there is an E. I'm just, I'm just a citizen of the world. Yeah. So I like, I did a lot of backpacking in college. So yeah. I pronounce, that's how they would pronounce it in uh, I Gay wonder Paris. if it's refreshy <laughs> to differentiate itself from like contact lens solution. <laughs> but anyway, it could probably double as that. This is uh, this is this, this is the soda okay, I like, sure. and this is why we have to go to the pavilions. That is, it's it's, it's not a pleasant experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like it's kind of in between here and Skid Row. Okay, <laughs> so exact midpoint. Exactly. And then occasionally we'll go there and they won't have any of the things we want except for the soda, which they always have. I'm curious. Did you guys decide to go to the grocery store together? Is that like always a thing? Yeah. You mean... Like you just always go? Because see, with with us, 
I, I sometimes I'll be like, Jenna, you could just go to the grocery store, and then I like won't when I get home, yes, come with me. Like, no, you should come do errands with me. I'm like, no, you could just do them. I think in you the could, entire like thing. time we've been married, it's once like our thing. I went to the store for us once by myself, yeah. and you went once I think yeah. by yourself. So pretty much we do it together. And it feels weird. Yeah, one, okay. because yeah. I like when Daniel carries all the bags. Me too. And, and it the truly the is, is the worst. It truly is. It's it's our social outing. That's so sad. <laughs> no, I get it. Nope, that's, you guys, that's about you guys right. get all gussied up to oh, go yes. to the Skid Row Pavilion. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you're ordering refreshing. I mean, I feel like be. they'd miss us if we didn't show up. Actually, that's not true. They're all super unfriendly. <laughs> oh, they're the worst. Occasionally, there'll be one who doesn't scowl at you, and oh, we're like, wow. oh, he's so friendly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's that one checkout girl who... Um, is that bad to say checkout girl? I don't know. What, what are you supposed to call them? Um, checkout stress. Check out. Yeah, and she was like <laughs> really miserable. And so... Pricing, pricing specialist. Right, yeah, exactly. Person. And the yeah. bagging yeah. Person, person, the bagger, wasn't there. So we had all these groceries that came through. And I was just like, well, I'll help her out a little bit. you know. So I started bagging some of the groceries. And she acted like I just farted in her face. <laughs> <laughs> like she wasn't thankful. I thought, I'm doing you a huge favor. And she's like, here. I remember. On I could have just sat there and looked at my phone and made well, you, you wouldn't go to a mixology lounge and muddle your own mint leaves, well, you know would what? you? You're right. This woman is an artiste. <laughs> she takes pride in her bagging. Yeah. I didn't even consider that. Well, I'm such a jerk. I remember on our way out, you're like, did I do something to offend her? And I, I think I said, no, she's just awful. <laughs> Honestly, it was the weirdest thing. Well, so anyway, there we were at the awful... real nice, nice Trader Joe's there on the corner. You could, I mean, I'm sure they're friendly there. They probably tell you a good job. They're probably they too friendly. That, there. Oh too my God! Running commentary when I used to do my show yeah, sure. in New York was the Brooklyn Trader Joe's, where they'd be like, "Oh, buttermilk. What are you making?" Yes. I'm like, "I don't know. I just I don't want to drink it plain because it doesn't have that many calories." Are and they, I have an eating disorder. Are they told they have to compliment the things you're buying? I, I think, think that they, they have are. to pick one thing. I think that's in the manual. Yeah, it feels like one it. thing because they always. Yeah. They always chatter with you. I hate it. Why now? Why do we hate it? And it, it seems though? like they want to have because... sex with you, but they never do. <laughs> never, not once. <laughs> I have tried to fuck every Trader Joe's cat. Sorry. I. Th- but why do we? Do- May- I think because it feels contrived. I feel yes. like if it was I... a genuine question about your purchase, as opposed to. I'm it's doing this no. because it's my I job. Yeah. For me, it's like I don't want the checkout person to be noticing what I'm buying. Like, I don't want them to be like, paying attention. Right. But at Trader Joe's, you know, they don't have anything embarrassing. Trader Joe's, they're like, oh, you bought the tiny little cookies instead of the big ones. <laughs> like, it's like, it's all cutesy items. Yeah, yes. it's like, I want you to be blind. Like, I want, bl- you know. Like, oh, like Trader when you're buying porn? Yes. <laughs> like I feel Trader that way about Joe's. everything. Uh, they don't have, like, that many selections of things. So I guess, like, complimenting a bottle of wine, that's something. Like, oh, this right. is a great bottle of wine, or I like this sure. beer. But, like. You have one hummus, Trader Joe's. You right. know, like you, right. they, you do, there aren't multiple. I guess there's multiple flavors, but like you picked the Trader Joe's brand. Right, <laughs> right. I didn't choose this hummus. I just chose hummus. Right, exactly. You have one kind. <laughs> you know, you have the Trader Joe's brand. It's like, hey, yeah. good, yeah. You know, it's a great almonds, choice. huh? Yeah. Way to go. That's quite good a choice. nut. Like, <laughs> nut. It's a great way to get protein. Like, I know it's the yeah. only nut. Yeah. Right. Also, sometimes they'll ask you, "Oh, is this good?" I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you work I'm here. Bi- yeah, exactly. Shouldn't you know? 
I do like the free samples at Trader Joe's. That's though. the whole samples reason to go. Yeah, great. they always give like great samples, well-rounded samples. So they they got you get to me. see them making it too. You get yeah. to see them process a little yeah, bit, nice. which I like. And some of them take w- real pride in it. Too. Yeah, like that. I appreciate that. <laughs> They're pizza yeah. bagels. Yeah. Occasionally, there will be people hanging out around the sample, you know, station. I think they call it the station, right? Um, when the sample it's, lounge, yeah, the <laughs> lounge. When they're out of a certain thing, when they just offer the water with cucumber in it, the spa water. Mm-hmm. That's not why we came there. Um, and <laughs> my thing is, sometimes I'll I'll just leave without oh, even yeah. getting a sample. But I always think to myself, "You're really mature." <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> I have like, a running. Commentary. I don't have to wait for a right. sample. Yeah, exactly. I'm just. I don't, bad. Need, I don't need it that bad. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. La- last year I went into Trader Joe's and they had these. Uh, chocolate covered oreos with peppermint little pieces of peppermint on them and uh i got a box of them and the guy was like oh these go fast good you know good timing i was like oh my god i got something that's really in demand (laughs) and they were okay but i just had this idea that they were the most delicious thing ever (laughs) and so this year when i saw them i was like i better stock up because they didn't have them and i got like three boxes bomb shelter filled with peppermint oh my god i have like three boxes of them really to last the year i am so sick of those fucking oreos i saw you at your desk and i was like what are those anyone who wants oreos can have them (laughs) so anyway Back to what happened at the awful pavilions. Daniel turned to me and he goes, it's so funny. Your head looks smaller with your hair all flat. (laughs) (laughs) And I jotted that down to bring up on the show. It didn't make me feel good. (laughs) Did you say you thought that was funny? (laughs) I don't feel you thought that was funny. (laughs) Did I just say right now I thought it was funny? I I don't recall saying that. Maybe I did. No, 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 no. I didn't say that. You said... You started it with, it's so funny. Oh, I said that. Your head, your head really uh, looks smaller with your hair flat. Uh, sorry. It's okay. Well, I didn't mean small in a bad way. There's I nothing you say. can do. There's nothing you can do. I know. They're really you just, thank you. you. Just, I mean, just, you gals are yeah. always going on those head shrinking diets and yeah. <laughs> watching your head calories. You learn, you learn buzzwords. I think the first time I told a girl, like, hey, I was trying to compliment her hair. And I was like, your hair looks just, like super frizzy. It's like really great. Yeah. You did not. He I did. Because I'm an idiot. Yeah, not to Because I'm a moron. He told not me to this story. Yeah. But yeah, and you just don't know. You're just trying. You I, know? Yeah, like, I, I would think a smaller head would be a compliment. Yeah, I didn't think a smaller no. head would be an insult. <laughs> don't no, do yeah. it. Because it means Small bigger body. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Thank see, you. That's, now see? the proportions are all uh, off. It's beyond what, what we even well, think Well, and of. you always hear people say like, oh, if you have a big head, you'll look great on TV. If you have a you small head, You do? I didn't even not, know that. Oh, my yeah. mom told me that my whole life. But where does Janae get this info? She said she heard Vanna White do an interview. No. Who Who's the host? Pat Sajak. do an interview where he said one of the reasons Vanna White got hired was because her head was so gigantic <laughs> this is fills the tv i can see me. that being some sort of sexual remark that uh <laughs> maybe what i should have said was uh your straight hair really makes your hips look thinner <laughs> but that's bullshit you, you gotta walk it back a little this. bit how do you do this can't win you can't win just, just don't talk about nice. it I like your, your hair. hair looks nice i like your I hair, like your hair. Your i like your hair nice. sweetheart yeah come on i know it looks flat <laughs> hey but hold hey, on, honey, hold hey, on. honey, cool do. But you wanted it flat. <laughs> no, okay. Herein lies where you're missing what's happening. Yeah, I, missing it. I, I want it straight. Right. That's yeah. It's just extra it's extra flat the first 20 no, 48 hours cuz you can't wash it. But then I now I have washed it and now I'm on day 2 after I can wash it and it's still very flat. It's going to be flat until it kind of the roots grow out a little bit. 
I am more stressed out now than when I was watching Whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't seen that it's yet. Is it really good? Stressful. I've heard it's yes. so good, yeah, yeah. though. It's, yeah, it's terrific. But yeah, definitely uh, a, uh, a nail biter. So I don't even know like what this. it's about yet. I Drumming. Just, oh, really? Yeah, it's about a uh, about a, a kid at a jazz conservatory, and he has like you know the world's most evil teacher. It's kind of like a um, <gasps> yes. It's kind of like I've um, seen some, if like I, those okay. inspirational teacher movies yep, were yep. horror movies. Oh wow! Ooh, really? Yeah, it's real intense. <laughs> yeah, oh we should have seen that. You're I feel drummer. like it came out of nowhere. I want to see it. Suddenly, yeah. it was like a movie everyone was talking about. Yeah, and definitely. I had not definitely heard it. Was it Sundance or? Suddenly, having a little like cocktail party moment. I feel okay. like where everyone's like Whiplash. See it. Trust me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Jenna, did we ever hear what it was that you were saying to yourself? I don't remember. It was in the bathroom, and I remember thinking. I think I just said that out loud. I should remember so I can tell Al later when he gets home, <laughs> so I can rattle off the list of things from the day uh but now i don't remember what it was must not have been that important sadly do you guys have running commentary like are you talking to yourselves or to someone in your head constantly absolutely i know i am i do loud for me it's like i know that sounds weird but like sometimes i'm like like if i'm alone all the time for like a weekend when jenna's gone i sometimes i'm like man it's loud do they it's tell loud you to up do in things? there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so, Al, know, is it I just, should I just, we be concerned? I just argue a little bit, but I usually win. <laughs> yeah, so, is it about secret messages the president is sending you during the it's, State of the Union address? It's math problems I can't do. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, I feel like it's pictures with me. I feel like it's like a little slideshow. Oh, I feel like I don't hear mm-hmm. myself, but I kind of see a little slide of what I think I should do. <laughs> You're like Temple Grandin. Yeah, I'm Jack. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Anyways, you guys oh, want to try awesome. my hug machine? Yeah. <laughs> oh, it feels really good, right? I it's just me in a robot either. suit. Yeah. <laughs> do you, well, see, that's interesting that you see images. Do you consider yourself a visual thinker? Because that was one of Daniel and my conversations a long time ago that led oh. to nowhere good. Because we were. It's not. I feel like that's. <laughs> but we have to. Okay. All right. How did what happened? You said you're a visual thinker. I feel like I am a visual learner. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah. And then yes. I was like, I think I am too. And then you kept explaining, no, you're not. <laughs> and then I was like, what do you mean by visual learner? And then there was just bad ill will between us for like, I we almost know. didn't get over it. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, uh, I don't remember what the disagreement was exactly. I, I don't just think it was a disagreement. I had... think it was just a misunderstanding. Yes, that's what it was. I don't, I don't remember the details of it. Anyway, I'm still unclear what a visual learner versus I, the other well, kind is. is. What yeah, what is the other kind? Like, do you win a non you know, yeah, well, like, I guess it's like, do you want someone explaining to you how to tie the shoe knot, or do you want to see a little diagram of the shoe oh, knot? Yes. Oh. Can, you like, read a, can you read a paragraph of how to do it? Can you watch it? Or do you have to do it? Those are like the three types. Yeah, oh. and, and and thank you. Yeah, like thank for you. me, it's like kinetic. For me, I figured visual. it out with math because uh, throughout elementary school, it was all about like just learning, like memorizing your you know times tables, for example. And we'd get tested. You know, you'd have a uh, an, a minute to do as many as you could, and I always sucked at it. And then they would take me, and I'd have to do flashcards. It was like humiliating, and <laughs> they wanted me to just like stay in the most remedial <laughs> math, and then. I kind of uh, just on my own figured out how to visualize mathematics. Like I picture, I could picture the numbers and I could kind of put them. I figured out the logic of it in a in a pictorial way, and then from then on, I got A's all the way through calculus. And it was just, it was just a matter of me figuring out how to how to learn math, yeah, te- not in the way they were teaching yeah. it to me, but in in my way. And I was like, oh, I'm a I do this I do things visually. So that's what because I because you were seeing pictures. <laughs> I was seeing pictures, and I could figure it out that way. 
Hence, your pictures might mean you're a visual learner. Could be, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah but I guess it's weird. I guess I don't, like, I'm not good at, like, art or anything like that. I guess I, I, guess I consider myself someone who's, like, good with words, but not. Uh, not images. I know that's hmm. like it's you how have I, a deep love of PowerPoint. I do. I just really love PowerPoint. It's yeah. a great presentation. I just love clip art. I love stock photos. <laughs> it's interesting then that you you have pictures going through your head when you're alone and not more conversation. Yes. See, this this is where we were going back and forth because I it's I usually like those magic eye posters too. So I have to like squint <laughs> to in my head. I'm like, ah, oh, sailboat, cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's a star. Because anyway. I'm very much a word person, mm-hmm. like to the point where. If I'm having a feeling until I can articulate it, at least to myself, I feel uncomfortable. I, I can't stand just experiencing something and not putting it into words or mediating it into words. Again, it could be just with myself, but that the way I understand things is through words, whereas Daniel is not like that as no. much. No. I'm but, all about the words. I mean, I, I, I have conversation. I have like dialogue. I mean, I, 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 sometimes I'll type things in my head. Like, I'll imagine typing it so that I'll remember it more clearly later. Does that work? It does. For me, it works. But it's probably weird. (laughs) (laughs) Imaginary typing? Yeah. Yeah, Sometimes you can be on an old-time typewriter. Sometimes you can be doing it on... um... With a quill. Yeah, there you go. That's right. That's right. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, I want to tell you guys about Tasting Room. It's the only wine club that fits your personal taste. Here's how it works. For just a few bucks, Tasting Room sends you a kit with sample size bottles of wine, which I love because I love cute little things. You sip each one, log on to their site, and then tell them which wines you liked. And then they pick wines for you based on your taste. They come up with your wine print. Uh, so to get your first full case, that's 12. And then you get your first full case. That's 12 bottles one month later. The shipments come every three months from when you started and you pay about $13 per bottle every other wine club on the planet sends you wines that they think you want to drink but tasting room lets you taste first and buy second so if you don't like a particular selection no problem tasting room will send you a new bottle they have a hundred percent satisfaction guarantee which is pretty special so head over to tastingroom.com slash allison to get your tasting kit for just 6.95 that is a new low price tastingroom.com slash allison to get your tasting kit for just 6.95 that's all it takes to get wines you love delivered to your door again that's tastingroom.com slash allison for the wine club where your taste is the only one that matters i think there's some wendy drama happening what's going on right now listeners <laughs> thank you so much for sticking by as we dance and talk about my dog even though you cannot see either of these things is everything okay with her is yes. she being great. a nuisance no yeah. she's a delight no. yeah, Wendy's so great cute. I just noticed that when you pet her she stares at me and I feel a little bit intimidated <laughs> but other than that it's good it's good she's his muscle yeah, I, yeah I'm a little worried but it's yeah. good but it's good that's funny so how did you guys meet <clears throat> well once upon a time no we met through mutual friends in 2011 was it 2011 yeah. yep. 2011 my friends and i decided to plan a trip to rhode island and we wanted to invite you guys are real party animals <laughs> tell me about it tell me Only about it hello we decided to plan a trip to rhode island and we wanted to expand our horizons meet new people and i had some mutual friends in who rhode island moved to, well we rented this house no offense, oh, were you rhode living island in new york tiny. yeah i oh, was okay. in manhattan that makes a little more sense yeah. <laughs> okay like it's that's a, a place where drive. new yorkers yeah. would vacation <laughs> yeah I'm like let's get on a yes, plane i'm sorry 900 <laughs> flight from la <laughs> chill in rhode island that, and meet some new people that really changes things right <laughs> and meet some nice lobster fishermen. So, <laughs> yeah. 
we drove to Rhode Island and we decided to invite I had some mutual friends who'd moved to Chicago and so they said oh I've got some friends here we'll all come meet you so we all went to Rhode Island we rented a house it was right on the beach and it so happened that that same weekend Hurricane Irene was rolling up the coast and we thought well we can be stuck in our apartments in Manhattan or we can be stuck in this house we'll keep the trip whatever we'll cut we'll still go and I had heard all about Alan for like weeks before the trip because my friend was in love with him basically and wanted to date him and so I was basically told he's mine back off and I was like that's fine I'm not looking to date anyone anyway I don't care and so he showed up were you dating someone at the time or not really I was just not that interested I had just come out of a relationship and was going out with lots of people and I was having just, wild weekends in Rhode Island. Yeah, yes. come on. <laughs> I was like single and loving it. Sure. So he showed up to Rhode Island and I ignored him for the three days that we were there. Plus we lost power and we all looked awful. And like if you had to go to the bathroom, <laughs> you had to take a bucket of water with you. So everybody oh. knew like, no, well, you're going to take a dump. Somebody's That's filling great. up. Huh? Somebody's yeah. filling it up. Watch out. It was not an attractive weekend Don't put for that anyone. water on your butt? Cool. Okay, <laughs> see you later. <laughs> Wait, what it was did you, tough. What did you do? How did the bucket of water work? <laughs> to flesh. Oh. The, yeah. Yeah. So, Ugh. you know, the whole, the saying, yellow, let it mellow. Right. It's brown, flush it down. <laughs> yeah. So everybody knew if you were going to poop that That's trip. That's when I knew Jenna was the one. <laughs> <laughs> she gets it. Yeah. So I ignored him all weekend and helped, tried to help my friend talk to him. And she was very nervous around him and tried to make things happen for them and he kept trying to talk to me and I blew him off, blew him off. And then he said, hey, if I fly to New York, can I take you on a date? And I was like, OK, when you fly to New York from Chicago to take me on a date, I'll go out with you. Sure. And he did. So then we started dating like right after that. That's great. Yeah. yeah. Nice it's kind of crazy. It was right? long. It was long, long distance, distance okay. for a year. Yeah. I was in downtown Chicago. Mm-hmm. So uh, two yeah. weeks later, I flew her to Chicago. And then every weekend after that, we either flew to each other's cities. Yeah. It was a crazy so. de- crazy year of yeah. travel so much so when i met jenna i was homeless i was traveling every week for work and as soon as i met jenna i said i better rent an apartment because i'm pretty sure girls don't date guys without apartments so. <laughs> yeah check out so my sweet madison <laughs> yeah yeah that's <laughs> pretty, pretty much, much. Like, what what business are you in where you travel that much? i was working in a bunch of hospitals all over the country okay and they were just installing software so yeah and what happened to the friend who had called dibs? she was um really ticked off for a long time and we were not very like Hasn't talked to us since. Right. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. But we were not super That's close good. to begin with. She was like a friend of a friend. Um, but she came and stayed at our apartment often because she was, her closer friend was my roommate. So it's like I knew her, but she wasn't thrilled. But what was I going to do? He clearly did not like her. Mm-hmm. Survival the fittest. Yeah. So it works. So then we got married and moved to Los Angeles because that's easier. I don't know. Way was like, yeah. <laughs> to get away from her. No. You know, it was like... Well, you don't want to run into her at your Trader Janice. Joe's. You don't want to... She's our Janice. That's right. Have to be at an awkward dinner party. <laughs> get the fuck out of there. Yeah, get, get out there. now. I had a long dis- a very brief long distance thing, but this was something where I was living in New York and he was in California and he contacted me through MySpace and I was a big fan of... He had um, like produced some shows and things and directed some and written some stuff and i was he saw that one of his shows was listed in my like things i like this has been everyone was on myspace by the way i wasn't just a holdout <laughs> and he's like oh hey i saw that you like this show you know that was I'm my sure show there's some 
retro hipster out there who's like, nope, still on MySpace. <laughs> I'm still on it. We just talked about this. I never shut down my MySpace account. We found it last night. So I do I've still have heard one. heard that yeah. MySpace experiences this weird record amount of traffic on Thursdays because people true? log on to get oh, pictures right. for Throwback Thursday. Oh. Uh, to put on other social That's networks. So I guess once hilarious. a week, MySpace just gets this huge yeah. spike in visitors <laughs> for people retrieving all these old goofy pictures of themselves. That's anyway, so awesome. Friendster is like, how do we get in on this? Yeah, we need to get <laughs> on this once a week around. action. Friendster Friday, right? Hashtag. Send us food. So anyway, um, we struck up a, a correspondence and then he flew out and I really liked him. But what I found was that it's weird that I'm talking about this in front of you, Daniel, although I think you already know this whole story. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It like it could never really go anywhere because I just felt like in because he was so far away and he would fly in to see me. It's like I feel like, you know, you know what? Actually, actually, probably what it is, is if you're going to hit it off, you just hit it off right away. But I feel like. There was no chance to have a casual getting to know each other, getting to see if we like each other thing because there was all this pressure because there was this cross-country traveling happening. So I think that it maybe something could have happened if we were in the same place, but because we weren't, I just I wasn't I wasn't feeling it enough to warrant all the travel, I guess. Yeah, and it's a ton of work and actually we had a conversation um after our second date in Chicago that was like, hey, um, can we just like not do anything on our next date? Because there was so much pressure of like, it's the weekend. We have to make it the best date and it's got to be the coolest stuff. And I have to impress. I had to impress him with like, New York. I can't he had to impress me. He's like, I, I can't, can't afford like to do this anymore. <laughs> I can't spend like this. Yeah. And so we both had this conversation. of like, I don't have a house for God's sake. <laughs> Come on. I've been homeless. I'm like paying rent now. I got nothing. So we had to have a conversation of like, let's just not do anything and see how that goes. Because... Otherwise, it's just going to be like fireworks for, you know, every time we see each other and no normalcy. Yeah. 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 Well, I think I told the story on the Lisa Schwartz episode that the first time Daniel and I ever went out, we met at the Standard downtown, which is the last time we've ever been to a place like that. (laughs) I mean, I think that was that led into a story of the our brief period of time going to the soup plantation, (laughs) (laughs) which is more our speed. But now we just go to pavilions. <laughs> right. I mean, that is, I mean, I guess I, 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 I mean, I've had a, had a few like kind of long distance flingy type things and it is true. You do want to like wow them when you come. So right? you do yeah, shit yeah. that you would not normally do. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, I took him to the Statue of Liberty. I'd lived right, in New York exactly. for eight years. Oh, I'm years. a local. I'm, I'm always. It was like yeah. a badge exactly. of honor you had to give up. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. I have to take you? Oh, <laughs> Ellis please. Island is important to me. Yeah. <laughs> this is kind of a just mirror, everyone. When someone contacts you and says, Hey, I'm coming to town. Can you recommend a this or that? Does it cause you to have waves of panic? Because it causes me to have that. And when I lived in New York, I worked for Time Out New York, which is a city guide. So especially <laughs> I felt like a fraud if I didn't know. But it's like, you don't understand. We're, we sit in our office the entire day. We don't use the city. Oh, yeah. yeah no. We're... When you live there, you realize, like, I just live a very boring existence. I don't see shows. Yeah, I think yeah. like every yeah. yeah, like I mean, I think like everywhere you settle into your three restaurants, your right. three bars. Right. Yeah. Like, right. well, I've lived out here for twenty years. I've never been to the Ripley's, believe it or not. We've got to get on right. that. all that Hollywood Boulevard stuff. Like, yeah, you hang out there, right? Yeah. Like, yes, 
at the sure at the Roxy oh in the gosh. Viper room. Yeah. yeah. Oh, geez. Um, you know what? I think here's I I've I've done this. Uh, uh, yes. Uh, everyone, if if we're including me, uh, feels that same way. Just fucking make the list once and copy and paste. That's, it. What, That's we what I do. do. That's Just what awesome. That's smart. Griffith Park Museum of Jurassic Technology, yep. <laughs> LACMA, and then three restaurants, three, and then just like paste it for everybody. Just That's what it, we've done. Yeah. Have for a like... doc. Just change the name. Darnell, Terry, <laughs> right? Kim. It's easy. Just peruse it real quick Darnell, to make Terry sure there hasn't Kim? been a really I was trying there. to figure All out good who friends. these people were. Darnell. <laughs> Let's do iTunes comment of the week. All right. A R Y N B F. You're missing an I. 2.0, or is it, this is the headline? Or is it 3.0? Is still very, very funny. And this is from Paul2142. I'm a much bigger fan of the Thursday roundtable format than I am the one-on-one interviews, but this show has proven that it can evolve and be more entertaining each week. I will miss some of the old crew, and I feel sorry for them because this is their loss. The audience is not losing out on anything. With most podcasts, change is not good. This is very true with that other podcast that Allison used to be on, but Allison keeps delivering outstanding humor each week. Well, thank you so much, Paul2142. Um, to you, I would say... Give the one-on-ones more of a chance, unless you've given them a lot of a chance and decided it's not for you, in which case I would say, hey, please reconsider. <laughs> no pressure or anything, though. Thank you so much for your nice comment. Um, and, yeah, I realized that I had ad- I addressed the situation with the Thursday show last week, and then I was like, and here's who we have this week, but I didn't really explain the plan, which is um, we have no plan each week. <laughs> I'm just going to have different people on and we'll just see what feels good. And Jenna will continue yeah, because she will have me. I'll of stay. Of course. <laughs> of course. And I think Daniel, cause he lives here. So you can't <laughs> kick me off. <laughs> exactly. Um, and Al, as much as you want to come and Jordan, as much as you want to come. Oh yeah. I'll, you guys whatever. are always yeah, I'll welcome. Chill here. <laughs> we got an extra room we have a lot of refresh air. Yeah, i think <laughs> Ooh. maybe i can get a bottle of refresh air to myself uh next time maybe maybe no, then i might might loosen my tongue and i might say something i regret yeah <laughs> all right so if you again thank you for your nice comment if you would like your comment to be an itunes comment of the week leave us a nice comment on itunes click five stars it's our favorite number um okay wendy wendy drank some refresh air this oh boy week. She knocked out the one of these bottles off oh, the boy. counter onto the floor and was lapping it up. Mm-hmm. And for a good, would you say more than a day? I think it was like two days. Two days of solid diarrhea. It was Ooh. really yes. Ooh, it no was. Boy. It's interesting. You don't usually hear Tough. solid and diarrhea right yeah, next yeah. to each other. Wall to wall diarrhea. I don't know. <laughs> Just a big old hunk of diarrhea. <laughs> Just nonstop diarrhea. Yeah, Did she was... react when she was drinking it though? She loved it's it. Carbonated, so she didn't. Care. You know, we don't know for sure. Here's the thing when you have a dog with diarrhea. You never really know what it was. It's always a guessing game. Sure. True. It's always like a round of clue. Um, but I wondered if it could be this because artificial sweetener is supposed to be bad for dogs. I thought mm-hmm. maybe that didn't agree with her. Oh, yeah. But there's a million other things she could have. she hadn't eaten anything different. That's the thing. Okay. Yeah. That was the only thing. It was thing. probably the soda that yeah. I feel bad. My dog one time drank some Fresca and acted like it was the worst thing that had ever happened to her. <laughs> really? Yeah, she just freaked out. Like, what is this evil <laughs> that I just drank? I mean, it was I agree funny. with her. I think it's gross, too. <laughs> I get it. I'm with the dog on that. 
You're you're in a fresca house. <laughs> and then she was kind of oh she's boy. Yeah. Oh she, boy. I know. Both original and black cherry. All good I am, flavors. I'm walking Awkward. it back. And I think yeah. it's probably good for some people, just not to my personal taste. <laughs> I think. And then ever since she was kind of like freaked out by carbonation. Like she knew if you she didn't like it. it was, yeah. So you can't well, get behind that. Dog, yeah. I know. I love carbonation. Yeah. I don't know what her dog problem was. Do you ever feel like you have too much carbonation? Never. Really? Anybody gone? No. Uh, anybody gone soda streaming? Yes. Here? Oh, oh yeah. yes, no. we have. Do you like it? I do, but I feel like sometimes it's a little bit. Okay, you can choose what level of carbonation, and it's so much fun to press the button and make it make that humongous like flatulence of the gods sound like <laughs> <laughs> like Zeus's farts. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that I'm always tempted to keep doing it, and then it's like a gr- it's violently fizzy. I kind of like I like burn all the way down when wow. I drink carbonation, like a, like a like a Perrier style. Yeah, mm. I might not like violent mint, but I think <laughs> I like violent carbonation. We've talked before about how mint has gone off the rails. It's a little violent now. What's too you, minty in your anything opinion? that's like polar vortex oh, sure, express? Yeah. yeah, and you're like okay, yeah, calm like down. Yeah, they seem to be Hanks they seem movie. to be upping the ante yeah. with gum these days. Yeah. But there's no mint in the Arctic Death either. Death by mint. What is this? <laughs> this winter mint? There's I think no it's a it's the it's the, the that cold like sensation. coolness. Yeah, that, no. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It was what they're trying to yeah evoke. Ice apocalypse. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. gum like that. It's a little too dramatic for me. I like to use it's like stalactites for your mouth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what did you say? Daniel? I just do the water. I don't even do the flavors. We did. Oh, we did do the flavors for a long time. In fact, we still have a lot of flavoring. But ultimately, yeah, we decided just the uh, carbonated water. So mm-hmm. why the so why why keep keep buying the refresh aid then? Is that is I think a it's different just product? Habit. Well, actually, they. <clears throat> If you must know. I must, please. <laughs> they refresh A okay. does make their own line of syrups. Like okay. of those little they're calorie free and everything, and sure. you can just squeeze them into your water. However, those all are pink or red, and I prefer this because it's clear. Okay. And that I think is a throwback to when I had clear braces in high school. Oh, and I was you like, didn't want it to Yeah, be I had, that's when I had to switch from Diet Coke to Diet Seven Up and then I've been on a oh, clear yeah. soda thing ever since. That's and it's why been you many years. Said no thank you to the taffies I offered earlier. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Fuck up that dental work. Yeah. Um <laughs> speaking of food, do you guys know about blue apron? Yes. I've heard I'm about it. I'd like to hear more. <laughs> I'm being silent. I ruined this this one last week. No, you didn't. You were just honest about your ex- about a little kitchen disaster that you had. Which, but that's the, the exception. Um, but Blue Apron, what they do is they send you a box of everything you need to make a delicious, healthy meal, and it all comes in the perfect proportion. So I don't know if you guys are like me, but the idea of going like finding a recipe, here's something I want to make, and then having to go to the store... I've already explained I won't go to the store alone. <laughs> so I got to wait for Daniel and then finding each thing and then not knowing how much to get and then ending up with like, oh, now I've got a lot of chervil. I don't know where to even keep this or necessarily what it is. They just take the guesswork out of all of it. Um, and for nine ninety nine per meal, they send you the right ingredients in the exact right proportions with simple recipe instructions. They break it down. There's photos. It's super easy. Um, Daniel's done it. Yeah, I've you get to it. keep the recipe cards, which yes. is really cool. Oh, so you awesome. have a collection of like really good recipes, and yeah, with the pictures and the exact proportions. And it's the so steps. easy, and it's probably. I mean, maybe you're a super good cook, in which case this will be right up your alley because it's so easy. But um, it's it's more. 
elegant stuff than I think you or I would think to make on our own. Um, Meals are just 500 to 700 calories, though you'd never guess it given how delicious they are. And they work around your schedule and your dietary preferences. Cooking takes about half an hour. Shipping is always free. They'll never send you the same meal twice. On the menu this week, chicken Charlemagne with roasted parsnip, potato mash, Brussels sprouts, turnips, carrots, banana leaf wrapped fish with fragrant rice and yu choy, ribolita with soft boiled eggs, curried vermicelli noodles with candied cashews. Those are just a few of the things. Um... You can see what's on the menu this week and get your first two meals free by going to blueapron.com slash Allison. That's right. Two meals free just for going to blueapron.com slash Allison. Okay. I think we should do just me or everyone. Sometimes I ponder on something I have thought or done. Is it just me or everyone? All right. Fat Tony BMX says... Could have used a little dancing on that one, guys. Yeah. Oh, I'm I so sorry. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. I just had head bob. <laughs> oh, no, it's done. You didn't dance the first time. I'm not going to take retroactive dancing. No, it's okay. no. <laughs> just for next time. Okay. Oh. Fat Tony BMX says, Feel stoked when my avocado has a small pit. Hashtag more avo. But I feel ripped off when the pit is huge. BMX Tony. Hashtag where'd the avo go? Fat Tony BMX? BMX Fat Tony. You know, when I saw that, I thought it said fart Tony BMX, which I like a little better. I enjoy that. Um, I've never thought thought about the pit to avocado ratio. No. I think I have. I don't buy avocados very often, though. Like ever. I I like them, but I don't buy them. But um, I could imagine if I had a small avocado with a huge pit, I'd feel like, what the fuck? <laughs> Nature screwed me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, 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 it's a little hard for me to eat in California. I don't like slices of avocado. Oh my really? God. Yeah. What? And especially people who just like have them and eat them. That, Straight, uh, yeah. that seems like a, a like sociopathic behavior to me. <laughs> we went to the Avo Fest. We did. Uh, I was in... a celebrity judge. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The That's amazing. The, um, world's the, best guacamole. Who was the other judge? Ron Popeil. Ron Popeil. What? That is so yes. Oh, fuck. That's it, awesome. Yeah. It was presented to me <laughs> like, here's like an amazing career opportunity for you yes. to be a celebrity judge with other luminaries in your field. So we drove up to Carpinteria. It's beautiful up there. It was really nice. It was really fun. I never got to taste. They remember how long we waited in line for avocado ice cream? Yeah, we never got any, did we? No, and I can't remember why. I think maybe they ran out or finally the they line was out. too long. No, no, they ran out. I'm still curious about what that tastes like. Very creamy, maybe. Hmm. Think about an avocado texture. Wait, it's right. gotta be like. Can I just interrupt for a second? I just realized this week they don't sell ice cream that is just neutral flavor. Oh yeah, this is a huge like plain ice cream. We well, had. if you think about it, yeah. it's always flavored, even if it's vanilla. Sure. Because I said, made, oh yeah, there's vanilla. And but you like, could no. just sugar like cre- cream sure. and make ice cream. Why so don't they it do that? Tastes like whipped cream. Yeah. Probably doesn't taste good. There's yeah, it wouldn't have any well, it would flavor. like cool I feel like it still would maybe. Well, I don't know. I guess there's Pinkberry, just original. Well, that, yeah, that's that's, that's, that's tart. tangy and so, sorry, sweet or whatever that. they had say. An important, that was an important thing I had to interject. <laughs> so back to I the album. That fest. wouldn't be too bad, though. I like sugar, so it'd probably be fine. Yeah, <laughs> it would just be sweet because cream has its own flavor. But I think that maybe I think it's close to vanilla. Or do you feel like vanilla is a whole different flavor? Well, if you cook it, like if you cook the cream on the stove, you yeah, know, and boil like it, it burnt. would get that sort of uh, cooked flavor. But no, no, I think no, I'm changing my answer. I think it would be good. I think it would. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I th- 
started out thinking it would. Well, not it be wouldn't good. be. It wouldn't be a super overwhelming flavor. Avocado ice cream. That's a nightmare. That's a goddamn nightmare come to life. But <laughs> well, for some reason, yeah. I feel like avocado flavor would be sort of a neutral flavor. Right. Because what is cause avocado? It doesn't have much it flavor. Do, it doesn't. Yeah. Or yeah. do you disagree, Jordan? Oh, it's a, totally. It's a flavor. It has a, just a. It has a like a blunt umami, maybe. No, that I don't is know. bullshit. The there, fuck is umami, is, anyway? <laughs> it's not, it's made if up. I don't know what a flavor is, I just say umami these days. <laughs> yeah, no, I know it's exactly. A safe oh, I'm a foodie, yeah, yeah, yeah. I say umami. umami. I don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. If, it, it, like, it, avocado, it's this mushy thing that has this weak flavor. I don't mm. know. It feels like you're not supposed to be eating it. Yeah. It feels like you're a <laughs> baby or a dog, and you put something in your mouth that you're not supposed to have in there, and someone should go, hey, drop it. Just, You're just, talking to an Avo judge here. No, I know. No, I know this is close to the Avo community. Uh, I'm, I'm beloved. There's a lot of pride. Don't yeah. show your face in Carpinteria. Seriously. Yeah. Ron Popeil's going to come to your house and beat yeah. you with a pocket fisherman. Um, yeah. I uh, I don't know. I just don't like it. I don't like it on sandwiches. Uh, I do like guacamole. I'll have chips and guac at a party. Well, the plot thickens. I know. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. This is a very spe- I mean, I think it's like... So this it's is just maybe a, plain avocado. You're yeah, against. like just a slice of like avocado. on a turkey sandwich. You don't want off of them. Yeah, yeah. Mm. No, will you, you pick it off, or will you not? Will you turn your nose up at that whole sandwich? Uh, I will pick it off, but I will feel weird about eating the sandwich because I'll taste the residue. Right. Oh. And the like the little like layer of slime it leaves on it the does bread. Leave a snail uh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't like cucumbers, but I like pickles. Not exactly the same, but sort of similar. And yeah. I mean, a, a fair amount of like flavor has been added to. I, I, I understand like not liking the weak flavor of the cucumber because I don't see, like the weak. To flavor me, of the... it's not weak. To me, it's like ugh. sure. It's I, very acrid. I have an ice cream maker, and I made cucumber sorbet. This is before he, before I was in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> I will divorce you yeah, if I see, see cucumber so, sorbet in here. Sometimes I'll just get an idea and then it'll in a kind of OCD way until I make it real. I'll go insane, and I just had this idea of cucumber sorbet, and I made it. And you know what? It was really good, but it would be good as like a mid-course thing if you were eating Indian food. A palate cleanser. Yeah, like a palate cleanser. Did you add like eating soap? Yeah, it was sweet. Yeah. Did you say eating soap? Yeah. <laughs> that's, yes. That's that would be like lavender ice cream, like. which I've had. That yeah, like I soap. don't love that either. But um, it was actually really nice. It was good. See, the thing with cucumber is that I frequently think I like it, and then I taste it again. I'm like, oh, no, I can't do it. Like, I don't mind cucumber scent. The key as is a, lemon juice. As a concept, I don't mind cucumber, but when it's in my mouth, I do. I think a, a thinly sliced cucumber is a lot more fun to eat than a hunk of cucumber. Yes. yes. I think, like, having a thin little crispy, chippy-type yeah. cucumber, <laughs> but like a chunk, like a squarey chunk, Ugh. that can be unpleasant. Especially yeah. with the rind on. Which I know that I mean that's that's cucumber one hundred and one. Yeah, yeah. Just remove the rind, yeah. but right. You said the key is lemon juice. Oh, you just put a little lemon juice in it. That made and it really good. So does it cut the some things. cucumber in the flavor? sorbet? Yeah. Oh, I see. I was talking about cucumber. What was? <laughs> just <laughs> I was talking was about plain cucumber, just cucumber oh, 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 not yeah. the sorbet. Well, I bet lemon on a cucumber would be good too. Maybe, maybe it would. Maybe <laughs> I think it wouldn't necessarily be bad. Lemon on anything is good. Ashley says, just smear everyone. Writing a resignation letter is always the most difficult thing I am excited to do. Hashtag professional problems. Hashtag just smear everyone. I've only written one once. And um, I remember I looked up online how to quit, like advice for quitting your job. And I just pretty much copied and pasted the letter <laughs> and just sent it to HR upstairs. Um, and... Yeah, this is when I was leaving time out in New York when I quit. And I remember 
what no one told me is that, that if you're on payroll, there's a certain time of the month that you should quit that'll be most beneficial to you. And it has to do with your benefits and things like that. And I wish someone had pointed that out, or I wish the article had included that because there was no reason I had to leave at that time. I just knew I wanted to quit. And I remember I was talking to the editor in chief and I told him my intention to quit. He's like, okay, you know, when do you want your last day to be? Um, and I was like, um, I don't know how about this date or whatever, but, and he probably knew. Probably. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's in their best interest to not give you the extra whatever it would right. have been. But I think that my maybe maybe my insurance would have covered for another month or something yeah, like so that. Yeah, so if you do it on the first of the month, you get insurance for the rest of the month. That's what it is, premium. yeah. Right. I think my right my last day was like the 19th. Yeah, and they're like, sweet. But yeah. you, you resigned via, via letter? No, I told them I was quitting, but I sent a letter. I think I sent oh. a letter to HR just to be like official. Oh, okay. Yeah, it feels like a formality when you send that, just so they have it on record. Like, right. uh, my last day yes. will be this or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. My problem, I'm too formal. I'm like, I hereby tender my resignation. <laughs> and I'm like, who am I, to, who am I concerned? Sure. Dave, my boss. You like, wear a know. top hat and a sash yeah. when you go yeah. in. I'm always like, mm, I'm here to quit. Yeah. No, really. Have you guys had exit interviews when you've left jobs? Yeah. I... Yeah, I had haven't had like a normal professional That's life. True. I don't think. You haven't had yeah, any normal jobs. Daily I, Show wasn't normal, and I, yeah. Yeah, you know, I did when I left Lionsgate. They uh, they they always did that because they wanted to know. You know, I don't know. Actually, I don't know. I think HR. There's some reason HR needs to know why yeah. you left. Like, are you, did you have a problem with somebody, or was there something that they should oh, know yeah. about? I think because that same website that didn't give me the good information about when to leave was like. Oh, you know, never divulge anything in your exit interview. Like, don't be straight up about your feelings about the job. And it's like you're quitting, so you probably... Well, here's the thing. There was another job that I was going to, but I, after having been at this magazine for years, I did have things that I had noticed over the years, that you know, things that weren't running that smoothly and things. So there was a lot of stuff I could have said. Um, but I read that for whatever reason, it's best to just keep it really positive, which is what I did. But I remember they were asking me very specific pointed questions in the exit interview. Like, you know, do you feel like your job description was very clear? Is there, you know, all these things that I really could have yeah, said a lot of things about. Like, and I wonder why I didn't. I guess other than just like feeling like justice was done, what is the benefit to being brutally honest in one of those things? Well, that's what this article was saying, but I'm wondering what what, what would have been the negative about being honest. Because the thing is, my I always felt there was my job description was very unclear, and it sort of changed over the years. And at a certain point, I felt like I'm no longer doing here to do the original job I was here to do. It's more like whatever they ask of me, I have to do that, which was a weird sort of unprotected feeling although really all mm-hmm. employees that's what it is like whatever they ask of you you're supposed to do that but still in a company where everyone has specific roles there should you should there should be a little more of a clear job description so i didn't know whether to address that i, I just didn't say anything about it but i do think that maybe a little bit of that they would have helped them i, to I don't know. think it would hurt because typically i mean it can't hurt you in the future because if you did just say like screw everybody or whatever the the uh you know if your pre- if your next job calls for a reference they can't say anything about you most won't because of legal they don't want to get into trouble right yeah. for the most part yeah like employers aren't supposed to say bad things about you after you leave well I guess typically I, yeah, yeah. I guess yeah. I, usually I they're legally they're not they're legally not they can't be like that. oh yeah, you're, you're talking yeah. to so-and-so there yeah. should be I yeah. yeah i think yeah. like jenna i too have not had you know <laughs> jobs 
uh, like real jobs before, right. but I have had one exit interview, and I did I did have an instance where I thought like a boss had fucked up and like fucked up a lot of stuff, and I totally didn't say anything. And yeah, I wonder if I I guess part of me is like, oh, I could still get a job with this company. It was a like a Fox production, yeah. So I'm like, ah, eh, this is a showbiz thing. This is a big company with tentacles i wouldn't want it to get back somehow but also i guess i'm just kind of a doormat too and like kind of like, uh, like yes. no, it was cool either, you know though. everybody's yeah. nice and you know yeah. no, i loved this it should happen learned a lot gotta and, go yeah, yeah you know like moving on moving up uh i'm doing good happy really things good. in the future whatever sure, yeah. keep in touch keep it mellow keep have it a great sleazy. summer yeah, hex, you know? whatever the thing is the bo- that boss effect where mm-hmm. you like don't want the person to be mad at you and you want to please yeah them. totally exactly Stay, like you still so feel like you're like oh this is my last you. day of being an employee i better but be the, a nice cool person but it's not like the minute you walk out the door or are shown the door you're like well that's over now yeah. now we're on equal footing it's like that i have found that stays with you for a while and then you have to remind yourself like oh i don't work for you anymore yeah, it's I, just, I don't that, need like, i don't need to be so afraid of you is that like kind of i think there's like a kind of person who has to like talk themselves out of telling someone to fuck off like i think we know this kind of person who's like has to like consciously sit down and go don't tell this person to fuck off don't tell this person to fuck off but like like me telling someone telling someone to fuck off is terrifying yeah like, yeah confronting I'm someone like right. being mad at like that would it's yeah. never gonna happen on sure. my front it's like well, i'll never do it yeah yeah i feel like even if it's like a like a, having a cheating girlfriend i never have the like i want to shove it in her face like i want to show her the email it's just like yeah. yeah you know it didn't work out and obviously we have like different priorities and you know just like one of those things like i don't like we should still be friends totally Totally. Yeah. yeah, cool. Yeah, and yeah, like, you know, yeah. you do your thing. I do my thing. And who knows what the future holds? Yeah, like I, that's always my instinct. Where do you come down in all this, Daniel? Because I feel like you, in your work, you have to deal with conflict more. But you are, you're also fairly conflict averse, would you say? I think no, you're, it, in a, you're an American gladiator. Right? That's, right, that's, right. <laughs> that's right. You wouldn't think so. But um, yeah, I think that um, the name of the game in corporate, life is to avoid uh being confrontational and being a jerk and i i had a boss i had a boss who was just an absolute nightmare and i just hated her so much and she was so awful and i just had these fantasies and we just we would talk about like at lunch how we would react if she ever got fired and what we would say and then one day she got laid off and in my mind, I was like, don't let the door hit you, you know. And uh, instead, I stood up and I hugged her and I said, good luck. <laughs> yeah. like, it was, you know, she has no idea, you know. I was, like, so cordial. And then I, I ran into her years later. Um, we were meeting with this company that was looking to partner with us. And we went into this conference room where they were selling us on their company. And she was sitting there as one of their valued employees. And um, I complimented her to her bosses. <laughs> I was like, like, she's so, I'm like, she was great. Yeah. I never. I'm like, you guys are so lucky to have died. her. Like, I wish we still worked together. Yeah, no, yeah. I didn't say that. But I was just like, you're so lucky to have her on staff. She really knows what she's doing. She didn't have any idea what she was doing. She was terrible. But, I mean, you just don't. You don't do that because, it, you know, you never know who you're going to work with again. You don't know how things are going to play out. It doesn't serve you to be an asshole, even though it's so tempting and it would feel so good sometimes to let someone have it. Mm-hmm. It's um, it's just not in the end. It's not. You just whatever. You just let it go. I'm thinking about what you said about those people who have to talk themselves out of telling people to fuck off. Yeah. It's like a very distinct type of person. I don't think. 
anyone sitting at the t- at this table is that kind of person or anyone who has appeared on the Thursday show. I'm trying to think of the old gang of guys if there was anyone. I don't I mean everyone has different levels of anger, but I don't yeah. try to think of like people who I don't know. You know, I think I I think I have trouble around those kind of people probably. I actually so not with a with a job, but when I was in sixth grade, I was uh, going out with a girl, uh, which I in didn't sixth know grade, about uh-huh. this. Oh, yeah. Who is she? Player in sixth grade. Um, and did you was, hold hands? Listen, we Were did more than hold hands. Going out? Yeah. Did you go we to a movie without your parents? We actually sat next to each other Ooh. during uh, story time. Look at that. See, um, that's true love. That's yeah. Is. Listen, don't. Don't talk about our love. And uh, no, we it's real. I don't want to cheapen it. Sorry. So she said something to me, and I don't remember what it was. It was something like, you don't take life seriously or something like that. In sixth grade? Yeah, maybe it was yeah, fifth I grade. I have my priorities oh, straight. It might have been fifth, fifth grade. It might have been fifth grade. But, uh, and, and, uh, Listen, I'm 11 now. <laughs> I'm going to be 12 soon. Listen, and I need to Where is this, this going? Yeah. So I went going? over to my guy friends, and I was like, what do I, what do I say if I want to break up with a girl? You and wanted to break up with her over that? I, yeah, I don't know why that upset me. No, that was that. That was a. I feel like that was an assault on your masculinity. It was all in the intention. She said, "You don't take yeah. life seriously," but I took it as "fuck you." Um, so my friend was like, "Well, you could do it the nice way," and he had something, or you could do it the mean way. You could say, "Go to hell," and I went over to her and I said, "Go to hell." Whoa! Yeah. Wow. And, uh, I know that was the last time I ever did anything like that. <laughs> did it feel good? Um. No, it didn't. No, you're a nice person. <laughs> Maybe because yeah. it was super undeserved. Yeah. <laughs> no offense. Wait a minute. I thought you were on my side here. Um, <laughs> she made, which, Do you think I'm she sorry. still remembers that? Do you in think she's still like, like, yeah, my Absolutely. fucking sixth grade boyfriend told me to go to hell. You know, you know that's an is, anecdote in her memoir. Yeah. 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 I, I didn't even know why it was a bad thing that she said Maybe that she's doing me. the moth sometime. Like <laughs> Storytelling podcast, a, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't know. What so were you going to say? Well, that was my example. You didn't that. realize it was a bad thing, is that what you said? What she said to me felt like an insult or a you know, being criti- critical of my character in some way, but I don't know why it's a bad thing that I don't take life seriously. I think what she was saying is you don't take me seriously. Oh. <laughs> Which is true. <laughs> I wasn't taking her seriously. Did you guys have relationships when you were in sixth grade? I was a I... super late bloomer. Yeah, me my, too. My uh, first girlfriend was uh, senior year of high school. So, yeah, I didn't do any, like, junior high dating. Like, yeah, no. Smart to wait. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I so. feel like it was, yeah. was it a choice. It was more special. <laughs> no, I was just usually terrified. Never I was just yeah. so scared of girls. Like, I was scared of, like, getting AIDS. Like, I, that was, yeah. like, it was, yeah. it was the 90s. Everybody <laughs> had AIDS. Like, I'm like, I'm getting AIDS from a girl in my class. Uh, yeah, so it was, it was, I was, I think I was just scared. I was scared in, like, a little bit religious to where I, like, didn't understand what the rules were. <laughs> yeah. Like, and yeah, so I uh, I think if if there were girls who who liked me before senior year of high school, I probably uh, uh, acted sweaty and uh, <laughs> uh, did nothing about it. So I do think growing up under the with all the AIDS awareness sure. was a unique, scary time. Totally, that yeah, sense yeah. didn't make sense, but I think the point comes across because I remember back in and it's interesting. I wonder. I was going to say I feel like times have changed, but maybe what's changed is I'm married now and <laughs> it's been a while since I've been out there. Sure. But that was always a whole thing. Like, At what point in dating someone do you have to have the conversation where you find out, do you have any diseases? Do you have any diseases? And that was a whole – it was a whole thing. You had to work into it. And yeah, it was always like so I, how it's, yeah. uncomfortable. I feel like how it's worked for me in like relationships recently has been just like – 
you use a condom for a while when you start dating, and then all of a sudden you just don't put one on one day, and then you just stop using it, you know? And I think it seems like a, okay, I trust you at this point. I know it's mm. probably I should be a better partner and have a conversation <laughs> about it, but I feel like that's like the practical way it shakes out, you know? And you just trust that she's on the birth control pill? Yeah. I, no, I feel I ask about the birth control pill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm fine with pubic lice. I'll get that. Whatever. <laughs> I enjoy itching my balls in general now. Uh, but yeah, no, no, no. I feel like, I, yeah, isn't that weird? I guess I just realized that now. I guess I am more scared about <laughs> pregnancy issues than I am about STD issues. Yeah, I think it's the times, too. Yeah. We're just not, in general, as scared as we were. Right. Yeah, I think things that were big and scary way back when well like genital warts was something that i was like oh my god you get it and it never goes away yeah, sure. and that you know was something that was very frightening to me and now it's like the stats are that everyone has hpv Basically to some everyone, degree yeah. even if it's you know you might just be carrying it but almost everyone has it i think and even people who i think they say that even people who aren't sexually active yet can have it as well so there's a different understanding of how it gets transmitted true? yeah comes at uh, because of lying when you lie <laughs> uh, <laughs> satan climbs into your pants uh yeah i mean i don't i basically don't think about aids anymore unless yeah. i'm driving to the airport past magic Johnson's <laughs> tgi fridays <laughs> <laughs> all right jenna and al did you guys have relationships in sixth grade um we yeah i i don't know about you did you is that when you had your, your first name, kiss but... Oh uh, no, that was uh, eighth grade. Oh, that was, that was eighth grade. grade. You can change your name. My my to. yeah, my first uh, like no it wasn't even like a relationship, but it was the only time that I was like confident where someone had said like, "Hey, Kelly likes you," and so I like I just went up to her on the playground. and was like, "Kelly, I know you like me." <laughs> <laughs> and that was the only I have time. A very I've particular ever... set of skills. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've never been that confident in my life after after that. So, like, I should try awesome. that. Yeah. Hey, she was sick for like a week, like and I like me. took her homework over to her. It was. Oh, that's was, yeah, sweet. Yeah, it was pretty legit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Then what she happened? moved away and oh. out of my life forever. I never wow. spoke to her again. Oh. That was in Philadelphia. Yeah, I was in Philly. Mm. In you can find her on Facebook, probably. I probably could. Just <laughs> 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 Jenna. No thanks. Um, I we did like, will you go out with me? But that yeah. didn't mean you were actually going anywhere or doing anything. It was just like a status, like yes, no, maybe. There was a lot of no notes, passing. right, with little boxes where yes, you check it. That yeah. was huge. And then you would break up pretty quickly, within days usually. And then it would when be you all find over out the they were playground. checking other boxes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it was a pretty dramatic time of my life. I was super boy crazy from like eight years and up, like totally excited about dating totally loved every boy my journals from back then are just like all it is is andrew this or john this or chad this i mean it's <laughs> so nick bad. carter this oh nick carter <laughs> oh There's tell me truth. about it yeah. so yeah it was it was a. Uh, I mean i was kind of a nerd though and very sarcastic very sarcastic which i think was like a defensive thing because i wasn't the prettiest kid in school and i wasn't like I mean, I was just like, okay at everything, you know, like there was nothing that I felt like I was exceptional in. So I used my humor to sort of just be defensive all the time. So I had a lot of guy friends as a result of that because I would like, I just could get along and make fun. But yeah, I was super boy crazy. I went out with all kinds of guys, went out, (laughs) quote. How did your mom feel about that? She didn't love it, but what are you going to (laughs) do? 
All right. <laughs> Temporarily Me 21 says, I feel an uncontrollable rage when TV or movie characters are drinking from obviously empty coffee cups. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. TV is just a big facade. What? There's no truth in it. Oh, I know. Oh, it's I like, I'm like, can I go to the bathroom first? Yes, you can. Okay. All right. Mal is your pal says... Oh, wait, no, we didn't all address this. So I got thrown by someone getting up from the table. <laughs> no, I was so confused. <laughs> wait, what? So this is like, this is like on t- on when you're watching a TV show, if I'm understanding this correctly, and it's so clear that they're not, they're drinking a coffee cup and there's nothing in it. Oh. Right. I noticed like, it a lot with tell. like travel coffee cups, commuter mugs, there's clearly nothing yeah. in them. One of the things that bothers me is when they're drinking wine, but it's clearly cranberry juice. Like the oh, wine yeah. is way too red mm-hmm. for, to be wine. Think back on Gilmore Girls. Think about all those episodes that you watched. There was a lot of coffee drinking. A lot of fake coffee drinking. Mm -hmm. Nothing in there. When I worked at Daily Show, um, in my when I was first there, we I used to do a lot of the props and would come up with things like that. And so we used to. I don't know anything about alcohol, to be perfectly honest. But they would when we would have to do fake drinks. I would get all kinds of um, different apple juices and grape juices, and then make little mixtures, and then be like, "Is this what it looks like?" I'd Google pictures and then then try to mix it so it didn't just look like cranberry yeah. juice. And it was like this whole ridiculous, ridiculous assignment that I think they took more enjoyment out of seeing me doing <laughs> than I it was necessary. <laughs> All right. Mal is your pal, says. And welcome back, Jordan. Good to be back. Yeah. You have a lovely restroom with a scented candle. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I feel like even though he's already been here, this would be a good time for us to hear the My Guest Is Here song. Oh. Because we have a guest. Because yeah, I mean it's not gonna make sense. Yeah, because he left and came back. (laughs) I do believe I heard the door. It's something I will not ignore. There's someone I am waiting for, and I believe they're here. It's time to do an interview with me and them and all of you. So don't you ever fear, because my guest is here. Because my guest is here. Because my guest is here. I hope that they don't go away while I'm on my way over there. So sit right back, enjoy the show. Won't you give a cheer? Because my guest is here. Because my guest is here. Perfect. All right. <laughs> DPNO10 says, the older I get, the more booze I buy as gifts. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, in that I never, I didn't really buy it when I was young. It's a good gift for housewarming and stuff. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, I guess you don't have too many housewarming uh, parties when you're younger, you know? Right. When I was at Letterman as an intern, they gave out uh, champagne for, like, the Christmas gift to everyone. And I think at, at Letterman, all the interns had to be 21. I think we were all mm, – was I 21 yet? I'm not sure. The point is, I don't drink alcohol, and so they felt really bad, so they just gave me cash instead of the, the champagne. Awesome. And I was like, <laughs> sucker! I got $14! <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a, like a nice scotch or like a nice bottle of rum or something. I really appreciate that as a gift. I, I for my birthday and for a couple of occasions recently. Oh yeah, did I, I buy friends, you? I buy. Yeah, you bought me really early on. Yeah, you bought me a really nice bottle of scotch, and that is just great because you know it's a treat every time you get to go and pour yourself a glass. It's great. It's like it's 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 like as thoughtless as bath salts. Yeah. or like a scented <laughs> candle. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I thought it was really thoughtful when I gave him scotch. <laughs> uh, no, no, I, oh, I was going to say like it is. Yeah, it is. It's like an easy gift, but it's great. Yeah, I always. Yes. you always yeah. appreciate. Well, in it, the in the yeah. it's got a like real a high success card. rate. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, the yeah, for, yeah. for sure. I get Ma- you. 
Mal, as your pal says, I make the bed every morning because I'm convinced the sheets will feel colder than they would on an unmade bed. I'm a messy human being, and yet making the bed is like the one thing that I do every single day. Really? Yeah. Wow. But I mean, by making it, I just mean like putting the sheets back where they were and putting the pillows there. I don't mean washing all the sheets. It's nice to get into a bed that's made rather than a bed that's all. Yes. You know, I feel like getting into a bed, unless this is what you guys do, in which case. That's also okay. <laughs> but I feel like getting into a bed where the sheets were, are exactly how you left them in the morning is like, that, t- that makes me think of depression. <laughs> My own. Oh, yeah. Like, it kind of reminds sure. you of the, like, the rut that you're in. Yes. Or, yeah, just how, how pointless life is. Yeah, like the <laughs> cyclical nature of things. Exactly. Time right is a flat circle, this. all that. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Well, my mom, like I think I mentioned this last week, my mom is super clean. So growing up, we cleaned all the time. We had tons of chores. But the one thing she never made us do was make the bed. Really? Because for her, she always was like, well, I just get back in it at night, whatever. I don't care. And for some reason, she never enforced that. And so when we got married, he was like, he likes, he made, makes I, the bed. And so for him, no, well, it was here's the, the thing. thing. It's not so much making of the bed and getting in it that's made. I like laying on top of the bed while it's made. Before Which I, I like, don't understand. Before, like, like a nap on top of the covers mm-hmm. sometimes is better than under the covers. Oh, yeah. Sure. I don't like you know to get into a bed. And if I'm taking a nap, well, first of all, normally my daytime napping happens on the couch. Right. I'm totally down with that. But if I'm taking a nap on the bed in the day, I can't get under the covers unless I'm like really sick or something. Yes. Yes. That's what that's reserved for. And so Jenna is like, you got to be under the covers. No, I and burrow in for yeah. any sort of bed. No t- really? Yeah. Even so if it's just like, like two o'clock? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I get all the way hmm. in. But so our first year of marriage, I was like, I'm going to be a good wife. He likes it when the bed is made. And I made the bed all the time. And I have Great. just realized now that I gave up on that a while ago. <laughs> so... And I, as a good husband, said nothing. (laughs) It's funny when you realize, oh, yeah, when did I stop doing this? I don't know, but I haven't done it in a long time. (laughs) Wow, a long time. Sex. (laughs) That was the obvious one. I'm just kidding. No, but I feel like there are things like that that it's like, oh, yeah, I was... When, I was so I nice. Often, yeah. Honestly, I, I, this is what I have noticed with myself, at least. The thing that breaks a stride is taking a trip somewhere. Yes. then you come back and you forget what you were doing right before then. I always, actually, this is a, I'm going to see if I can articulate this. Whenever I go away, I always find that the stuff that goes through my head is the stuff that was like going through my head maybe a few months before I took the trip. It's not the stuff that's like very, very, um, current in my life like I feel pulled out of my oh, life so you think of other things besides what you were thinking about maybe yeah, yesterday like very like the very specific like whoever I was emailing what I was emailing about that's out of my head as soon as I'm on a plane and instead I'm sort of thinking about the more global issues in my life totally yep plain brain is that a thing mm-hmm. can you, you take Wendy oh yeah sorry thank you but plain brain is a thing yeah, that's like everything. Your brain gets all mixed up on a plane, and you think about weird. That's why, shit. like, people like cry on planes a yeah. lot. Like, people, I get like, so people, like cry during those plane movies. Oh my god! Yeah, I, I <laughs> watch like, those plane movies. Despicable Me is not sad. Why are you crying? Yeah, <laughs> right. yeah. yeah. You watch uh, movies with the sound because on. those minions are slaves. They're slaves. <laughs> they have an awful life. People think they're cute. No. They have no choice. Yeah. Yes, they have no agency. <laughs> Gru has stolen their agency. Yeah. 
We watched Lego Movie last night. I hadn't seen mm. it. Did you like it? I did really like it. I personally, oh gosh, I don't want to. Are you any as spoilers. outraged Is that there... it didn't get nominated for an Oscar as everyone else? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> I'm not really. I just I'm, I'm reserving my outrage. <laughs> yeah, I feel um, like when uh, I feel like like. The good thing an Oscar can do is it can make a movie that not that many people would see into a movie people will see. But, like, when a movie makes a bazillion dollars, it's hard right. to say, like, well, they also should get an Oscar. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like the fucking little French movies that they nominated instead, uh, which I will not see. There's some, nothing I want to see less than a fucking French cartoon. Right. But <laughs> in principle, i like, glad they nominated the French cartoons instead of the blockbuster that made a bazillion dollars. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. Well, anyway, speaking just of weird people like getting behind and rallying behind this. It's like Chris Pratt doesn't need any more attention. Yeah, this year. I enjoyed yeah. the movie as well. <laughs> but like, that's what you're OK. Anyway. Well, and it's a good movie, but come on. It's sure. It's... Are you really that passionate about it? Right. Why? You know, I don't know. Yeah. Speaking of beds and making beds, I want to tell you guys about Casper. Um, before Casper came on as a sponsor, I had talked about Casper beds on a podcast ages ago with Christina Pajitsky because I was talking about needing to get a new bed, and I had just read an article about Casper. It's this company. Um, they're out of New York, and they are... They've been getting a lot of attention because they're sort of revolutionizing the way <clears throat> the beds are sold, and they're um, kind of just taking bed sales by storm because um, they're cutting out the middleman. So what they've learned is that statistically going and lying on a bed for four minutes in a showroom, which is what we all do when we go buy beds, you have to go try them out and do that really awkward thing where you try try to pretend, oh, is this how I sleep? I don't know. Um, and we all, we all think that that's important, but statistically four minutes in a showroom has no correlation to whether it's the right bed for you. So with Casper, you order it online. Because they've cut out the middleman, the prices are super affordable. So it's, you know, people spend like thousands and thousands of dollars. Um, but with Casper, a twin bed is $600. Or no, sorry, a, a 500 for a twin size mattress, 600 for an extra long twin, 750 for a full size, 850 for a queen size, and 950 for a king size mattress. And they're really like expertly, obsessively engineered mattresses. They're a combination, there's two technologies. So it's a combination of latex foam and memory foam. And like some of the arguments against memory foam is that there's no bounce really, but because they add the latex foam in there, it, it has more of a bouncy feel for nighttime activities. <laughs> I think they say that. They do say that. And, but the packaging is really cool too. They send it to you. Oh yeah. The, it's so, I forgot about this. Yes. Yeah. They send it to you in a box and it's all compressed. Like, you know, like uh, those dinosaurs that come in little pills and you put it in water and it expands. <laughs> I do know those dinosaurs. It's kind of like that, yes. but for mattresses. Right. And so you, you take it And they give out. you a cutting tool. Yeah, you get a little cutting tool and then it sort of un- unfurls. unfurls. Yeah. Yeah. And but it's solid. It's not like you feel like you're on an air mattress. It's no, because you're not mattress. at all. It's right. It's just they've managed to like squish it down yeah. when they send it to you. It's Although the neat. box is pretty, it's not like the size of a dinosaur. The box is pretty big. No, no, it's not but literally not as... like a pill. That you... <laughs> oh, that would be so <laughs> Oops, cool. I no, like, the bed. That'd be so cool if it arrived and it's like an earplug. <laughs> it's like a pill, but it, <laughs> it's an earplug, but it weighs you know yeah. two hundred pounds. Um, yeah, and don't they have a return thing? They do. It's risk-free trial and return policy. You can try sleeping on your Casper for 100 days, free delivery and painless returns. Um, yeah, they'll take it back 100%. It's really simple. The mattresses are made in America, um, and we already talked about the price and how affordable it is. And the thing with the Casper is 
So Daniel snores, but I noticed as soon as we got a Casper, I, I was actually able to sleep through the night quite a lot better. And I don't know if it's just the different material that muffles the sound a little more. I don't know what it was or because we were on a bigger bed, but you sleep really well. And they say to give it a couple weeks to adjust to it, just if you're used to a regular inner spring mattress, but it's, um, takes all the, the BS and mumbo jumbo out of buying a bed and you get a really good quality mattress and it's if you're into cool up and coming companies i think they maybe they've already up and came but um because they're getting to be well known at this point but they're just they're good people and it's sort of fun to watch them like take the bed world by storm you guys can get 50 percent toward any mattress purchase by visiting www.casper.com slash bff again that's www.casper.com slash bff um and yeah, again, 50% off. Use casper.com slash BFF with the BFF promo code. Okay, going back to Just Me or Everyone. DPN010 says, Just Me or Everyone, enjoy selecting Christmas cards, but today surprisingly stung by the years-old truth that I can skip for grandparents section. Um, I have noticed as people have kids later and later, grandparents are going to be a thing of the past. Mm-hmm. I think eventually there will be no more grandparents. <laughs> Yeah. You're going to, we're going to wait till our parents die to have kids. <laughs> well, just, well, I'm just saying. Like us and, and all my friends yeah. waited till you know, close to 40 to have kids. You think about, you know, if that's the trend. Right, as I mean, opposed to Lord, back in the I'm day when to... people were in their 20s when they first started having yeah. kids. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah, so like but grandparents will true. become the yeah. great-grandparents of our totally. generation. Yes. Mm-hmm. Did yeah, you guys some know people your great-grandparents? I knew my great-grandmother. Mm-hmm. She lived till she was like 95. Wow. And she wanted to die after she was 40. She was like, after 40, life is over. I just want to die. 95. Could <laughs> not die. How often did she say <laughs> that not. to you? All the time. Wow. All the time. <laughs> what was going on? Right. Yeah, I was like, ready to I die. I left the country for two years to, to do like a religious mission. And she was like, if you leave, everyone will be married by the time you get back. And I was like, Grandma, like, she what are you doing? Yeah, yeah. She would just tell me stuff like that. It was like our thing. It was nice. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Sounds like a hoot. Yeah, so you know what? grandparents of the past that's okay you know what <laughs> kids will be better off right <laughs> no. where did you go on your mission i served uh in uruguay wow so it's i was just in, like book uh, of mormon yeah you know it's I know, right? uh it's yeah. basically argentina on brazil soil yeah how was it it was awesome most people think it's like europe but uh but it's in south america people, yeah. he's had so many people say oh i'd love to go to europe mm. uh <laughs> <laughs> No. Me too. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Most people just go, oh, you went to You're Gay? Uh, I know. <laughs> That's why I'm like, okay. Didn't even think of that one. Yeah. <laughs> How yeah. old were you when you went? Uh, 19. Were you nervous about it? Or were you looking yeah, forward well, to see, it? Yeah, well, see, my or? problem was when I heard of Uruguay, I was like South America. So it's like me on a bus with chickens in the jungle. Mm-hmm. And it's like Spanish-speaking Iowa. Hmm. It's like yeah. there's like no, hi- there's no hills. <laughs> I know. Just cement <laughs> houses. And you think like. I don't know. You think like you're going to go in the jungle and they're all just Europeans. They're all from European descent. So it wasn't. Uh, exotic so they're all Italians and it, well, it's just like you see like white people. So it's just very like it felt like home. You're like, oh, but I, yeah. But then but you, you had to learn their English. language. Yeah. yeah. So I had to learn Spanish. And, Isn't that where a lot of Nazis <laughs> went after the war? Yeah. Brazil and, and Uruguay and Argentina. Yeah. So there's quite a few of uh, you'll have like blonde haired, blue eyed people. I think uh, what's his name? Mengele. Just being real Did nice to him? everybody. I think, no, I think just being think real nice. Happy to be here in your country. <laughs> yes. yes. <No>. Yeah. <laughs> Love those Jews. It's <laughs> <laughs> a weird thing to say in Uruguay, but sure. Yeah. Yes, me too. <laughs> Horst. Did you get homesick at all? 
Uh, yeah, yeah, because I could only uh, I could call home on Christmas and on Mother's Day. That's and it. After That's that, it. it was just one letters, wow. one email oh, a week, emails, and letters. Yeah. 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 So it was like so those like phone calls were big because you could call and talk, but otherwise it was like. No TV, no radio. Is that just, part of the rules, or is it yeah, just? Yeah, that's wow. part of the rules. Yeah, no kidding. Can you Why? just go down and like submerge? Is it just to, just to immerse yourself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just go and immerse because otherwise, uh, it, you hate the rule. But once you talk, you realize like, wow, this just makes you like homesick like crazy, oh, and right. you would probably just want to quit and go home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you're like, true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, but it was wild. It was good times. And so. is that the length of a normal? Is it called a mission? Two years. Yeah, guys say, go say two like years. Girls usually go eighteen months. Yeah, but you, you, didn't. I didn't go. Mm-mm. Yeah, I it's not like a requirement. Yeah. So yeah, was I that? Done, it was awesome. Did you consider going? I thought about it long and hard, and just decided I didn't feel like it was necessary. Yeah, I didn't study abroad. Totally not the same, yeah. but similar. <laughs> if you kind consider of. the age oh, yeah. that it yeah, happened, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, it's like you get up and leave. And I was in New York and I was graduating. And girls go on missions now earlier. When I was in college, um, Mormon women didn't go on their missions till they were 21. And guys, when they when, went when they were 19. But they changed it now. So guys can leave when they're 18, 19. And girls go when they're 19. So I always think, like, maybe if I had had the option to go earlier, it would have been easier. But I was like almost done with NYU mm-hmm. interning and working a lot. And it just didn't feel like I could just take off right then. So it was a, it was a different time. What percentage of Mormons go on missions? No, oh, a big percentage. Uh, yeah. I was going to say for, if, if for of people who grow up usually yeah, in, for, in the church. for men, it's probably like, uh, I don't know what the statistics I don't are. Either. Probably 75%. Yeah. I'd and say for women. Ballparking it. For women, women 50 it maybe. Be, it used to be like 20 to 25%, but now that they lower the age, I think it's probably like 50%. Mm-hmm. Was it a big deal that you didn't go or was it not no, a problem no at all? Cared. No, it's not yeah. a big deal. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Songbird Tomeo says, just me or everyone, trip over my own feet and or grass more than any other inanimate object in the world. Hashtag clumsiest person award. Yes, I am constantly tripping over my own feet. I don't know. How, and walking into walls and bumping my shoulder yeah. on yes. door jams. I don't know how I do it. Or like just falling down from a standing up position. I don't actually fall, but I feel like I'm going to. You need to go to the doctor. I know. Right? I don't know what it is. It's so weird. My body is just. And then I'm always like, oh, my God, I'm bigger than I think I am. Well, just, <laughs> That's yeah. what always kills me. It's Except like... for my tiny head. <laughs> <laughs> your oh, you're never going to live it down. I know. It's just weird when you like are walking in a house, you know, and you just bump into a wall. Yes. You're like, I oh, I, yeah, maybe it's like. Maybe it has to do with like a hair. Like when, if you clip a cat's whiskers, it won't know where to go. Like I feel like, oh, I got a haircut, so I don't know where a wall is. Yeah, it happens a lot. I, I just figure I'm bad with uh, spatial relationships sure. or something. You know, I yeah. know I am. I always think, what's it like to not knock over a table lamp when going through what you think is a reasonably wide space? Yeah, you know, or knocking over something. You're like, I swear I could have fit through that, but yet God. here we are. And I, I spun broken around yeah. in. Daniel's or my mother-in-law's place and knocked a mag a, this really cute porcelain magnet it was oh. like a um vase with flowers in it but it stuck out from the refrigerator a little bit I should have seen it as I ca- came in and thought like <laughs> let's just put this up on the top for the duration of this trip <laughs> yeah so I banged it with my shoulder and it shattered on the floor oh. we have to replace it 
Oh, yeah, we still have to do that. I know. Um, I was in the shower just two days ago, just standing there in the shower and lost my balance for a second for no reason. <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm getting old. <laughs> did you fa- You didn't fall all the way, though. No, but it was definitely one of those, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, why, <laughs> like, why is this happening? You turned into a cartoon? <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. I was just uh, yeah, scary. You don't want to die at my age uh, falling in the shower. <laughs> Mm-mm. No, not a good thing. Not dignified. Not a dignified <laughs> yeah, death. Yeah, promise me if that's the way I go that you'll make up a story. Okay. Like some other uh, you know, he like in the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and it, seriously. Cool. So oh, he sounds and awesome. So much yeah. Knife fight. What a man. He's really, uh, yeah. Jovial Jackie Loved life. says. Loved life. <laughs> um, wait. No, sorry. I already did that one. Rocky4228 says, I quickly removed my glasses prior to sneezing to prevent eye juice from shooting onto the lenses. I don't wear glasses. People who wear glasses, does that happen? What is eye juice? I quickly removed my glasses. I know. Yeah. Go, hey, go to the eye? doctor. Yeah. God damn it. Stop listening to podcasts. You have juice coming out of your eyes. I, yeah. Does it shoot out of your eyes when you sneeze? I don't think that's eye juice. I think that's snot that's that heads snot. north. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. gotta be. It's not coming out of your eyeballs. Nothing should come out of your eyes like that. Your I've eyes shouldn't project and shoot. Like right. wear glasses. Yeah. Sneeze into them? Well, just, I knew a guy, I though, could, who could drink milk and then the milk could come out of his eyes. No. I've also thing. seen yeah. I've, I've seen, seen that, that, too. Yeah. Uh, so maybe someone, a it's a sinus. They're like, it could be, yeah, maybe his maybe his cavity wires are crossed. I don't know. Yeah. That's are you just sure you haven't been to Ripley's, believe it or not? Because that sounds like... Are you plugging <laughs> the nose around? I, I mean, I remember the there question. was a guy on Letterman's Stupid Human Tricks that would always do it. That was yeah. like my... Oh, maybe that's yeah, where I saw favorite thing in the world when I was a kid when that would happen. But... Milk just shouldn't sit anywhere. I just feel like you get really nasty tear ducts. I mean, I guess your body would self-clean, but Ugh. I know. It's making it's me, gross. it's, it's yeah. horrifying yeah. to me as well. Milk out of your tear ducts. No. Yeah. It's all oh, how do you even do it? I mean, you must take a sip and then have to like. <laughs> you have to create that. Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. Maybe I could do it because that, that was a good noise. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, is there any more disgusting noise than that person who puts their finger in their ear and goes. <laughs> that, oh my god I did that I was oh constantly god. doing that as a kid oh that was god. like my defining <laughs> characteristic was I'm the guy that did I was the guy that went oh. yeah. wait what yeah. is that it's like it's you, when, when you have an inner ear in itch yeah. 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 yeah yeah. just like go really hard and, and yeah. it's one of those weird things like you know yeah. when you're like yeah. I know what it's like yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's I always thought here's what I, I had to have it pointed out to me because I always thought like oh that's one of the things you do that no one else can hear like eating an apple you're like oh no one else can, they, can hear this like no, everyone can hear this. It's yeah. a gross booger sound that you're right. making. <laughs> sound like a pig. Or yeah. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Sound like a pig eating tortilla chips. Yeah. There's a lot of little facial, like twitchy moves that I'll make just because I'm. I don't know. I'm just a twitchy person. I think. Uh, I think when I'm feeling anxiety, it comes out in these weird little ways, and I think that they're imperceptible. But then I'll look in a mirror and I'll do this. Like I've been flexing this muscle right here or something those, yeah. and i'll look in the mirror and i'm like oh this is so so obvious this yeah. is not just i'm can feel it it's like i'm curling up half my face i always like flex my wrists I, i'm constantly doing this uh yeah and i feel like that's when i know i'm like into a relationship when someone like points out it's like oh you got 
I noticed that wrist thing that you do. I'm like, oh, it's probably about six months in. Like, <laughs> do you notice? And my, is that you, when you're comfortable? Or you're when comfortable you're enough to say something about my wrist flexing? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my stepmother once said to me, I was looking. She was saying something shitty to me, and I was looking at her, and she's like, I hate that look you give me. And I was like, what is it? And it was like what you're talking about, where I didn't realize it, but I was just like, my lip was curling. I'm like mm. giving her this look of disgust. <laughs> You know, there's you know, you think it's so subtle, but it just screams disgust to the person. Is well, so I mean, I think I think that that women are so sensitive to looks, yeah. and men are not. Yeah. Uh, I can think my mom and sister. My I have a younger sister, and growing up, they would always fight about the looks they were giving each other. Like, and I'm like, I would, I've, I've never <laughs> I've had a never look-based noticed. fight with anyone before. <laughs> My face is so extremely self-conscious right now. I don't know if anyone else's is. So I just perma-smile all the time. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, ever, <laughs> since that, great. ever since she told me that, when, I feel, and when I'm talking to someone and feeling disgust, I'm, I might have more of a manic sort of like overcompensating look like, <laughs> because I don't want to, it to show. What was the shitty thing she was saying to you? Do you remember? Oh, who the fuck knows? She was crazy. I was telling you you don't take life seriously enough. That's exactly she, she was. Say, Wait a minute. <laughs> That's why. It's a running but she theme. did say that stuff kind of, didn't she? Um, God, did she? Yeah, she sort of did, actually. I was joking, of, but she did actually kind of say that. It's a lot of pressure to put on a teenager. Oh, my God. Yeah. I used to, yeah, there was a lot of pressure like that. I, I used to uh, sleepwalk. And uh, did we talk about this? I'm gonna... No, I, I would, don't think so. I would sleepwalk, and my mom would be like, oh, you walked into our bedroom in the middle of the night, and you were muttering, must get organized. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> what? God. That was like sixth grade. Were you saying it like grade. Frankenstein? Must get organized. With your hands out in front organized. of you. Must get organized. <laughs> like with my hands. Sticky notes all over it. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Just wading through file folders and stuff. No, I, I don't. Yeah, it was like a lot of pressure to be responsible and organized, I guess. Oh, wow. I used so to have I used to sleepwalk when I was that age. Yeah. And I would do really bizarre crazy things as well. Yeah. Like what? Like yeah. What? <laughs> um well, I used to like run around and I would um I reorganized my brother's closet one night. Uh, and, wow. Yeah, and, and did you do a good job? No. <laughs> in my mind I did. <laughs> but in the morning it was just like the collapsed mess. <laughs> Matt. Um, what else did I do? I took a shower once. I one time tried to go outside, but was stopped by my mom. She said she used, she would just like check on me and then, but she didn't like try to wake me up because she felt like it made it worse. Yeah. You're, supposed to, you're not supposed to wake say, people like, up, you right? Or else they'll right. scream or get violent or hurt themselves. Right. Or fall so down. she would let me do it unless I was leaving the house or something or trying to get out. Sure. But I used to do all kinds of crazy stuff. And then one day I just kind of stopped. I used to do that too, but I would usually start to have a conversation with someone and then I would get very frustrated because I'd be saying gibberish. My dog is sneezing <laughs> and that sounded like I was saying it right now, but Wendy's actually sneezing. I would be saying, you know, gib- I would be asking a question like, why did that happen? And they'd be like, honey, my mom, like, honey, you're asleep. And I'd be just like, oh, I get so it makes unhappy because I, yeah, I get happen, really yeah. frustrated and really angry. And mm-hmm. I remember the, and I also did, we had hamsters, my sister and I had hamsters and um, one morning, the hamsters were out of there. Like, the hamsters were gone, and the little habit trail lid was off, but it was, like, some feet away. But they had they could get out of their cages, so we just assumed that's what happened. And then yeah, they're all tricky. S- they're tricky little pets. They can, like, they you know, are. They'll, they'll, like, figure some shit out. It's like they're in there constantly <laughs> figuring out how to get out. <laughs> they're plotting, yeah. Right, yeah. It is. Uh, but later yeah. that day, I saw something outside, 
that looked like a baby animal. And all of a sudden I had this memory of this dream I'd had where they, in my dream, the hamsters had babies and I had to f- liberate them or something. <laughs> so mm-hmm. in the dream, I picked them up and threw them over the fence. Oh no. And I remember the, the, the dream, the memory was so vivid, the feeling of picking up the hamsters. And I was like, Oh no, I was so afraid that I had, could I have actually done that? Thrown them over <laughs> oh, the no. fence. Thankfully I didn't, oh, but gosh. I do, but it's I did, terrifying. Yeah, I did take them outside. No, I oh. didn't take them outside, but I did, you know, tear into their cages and rip the lid off. But th- I think I must wow. have done that. Um, Cause it didn't make sense how the lid got so far away. <laughs> Wendy is now playing with a squeaky, a squeaky toy. toy. We will work this out, <laughs> listeners who are have had enough of the antics. Um, but yeah, so anyway, I we found them later. They were in the closet. Oh, that's good. Yeah, but that was scary. But anyway, the final time I ever sleepwalked or sleep talked or anything, um, it would always happen when there was like one thing that was different than everything else. Like for whatever reason, my like if I was not if I was sleeping in a different room or my sister was sleeping in my room. I don't know why she was sleeping in my room, but she was sleeping in my room and I woke up and I turned to her and I said, where did they go? She said, who? And I said, mom and that man, which I'm sure some psychiatrist could have a field day with that. <laughs> but, and she's like, what? And then I said, never mind. I'm, I'm just asleep. Like I realized it. I came mm-hmm. to, and that was the last time I ever did that. I think I, I've never spoken to you in my sleep. Have I? Oh boy. I feel like you have. Well, Jenna does it to me all the time. He talks yeah. in his sleep like crazy. Because so I fall we'll asleep right away. We'll have conversations, and he won't know what's I'll happening. I'll be like, Jim from the office needs sherbet ice cream. <laughs> we got to do this now. <laughs> and you'll be like, what? And I'll be like, I'm asleep. No, no. but usually it's like, tell me more. Yeah. I want to hear about this like sherbet. Yeah, and, I, yeah. <laughs> and then he'll finally wake up and then be all like, why were you talking like, to me? Just <laughs> quit it. But the me. other night... He was fast asleep out, and I was watching TV in bed because I I can't just fall asleep. I have to have something to distract me from my thoughts. And <laughs> I do too. True. I feel like I I I just depending on like what's going on, I will like drive myself crazy Insane. if I don't like yeah, put on exactly. like a show I know by heart. Yes, yeah. Thirty Rock. I know yeah, that show that. in and out. Sure, me too. That thing. Yeah. Thirty Thirty Rock and Futurama are my yeah. go-to. Like, so, oh, I just so know funny. this, and I won't get excited about it because I know the episode, so I can just fall asleep. That's, yeah. that's exactly Weird. what I do. Yeah. So I was watching it, and I usually like the theme songs will it. make me fall asleep too. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I usually keep it pretty quiet because I don't want to disturb him. I want him to feel like he's having a good night's sleep. But <laughs> the two, it was two or three nights ago. Yeah. And uh-huh. he reached over. The, I always keep the remote next to my side. And he reached over, grabbed the remote, turned it down like all the way to like two. <laughs> Put it down, fast asleep. So I turned it back up. <laughs> and then like five minutes later, he grabbed it. Turned it down, so I turned it back up three times. Are you he did sure that. he was asleep? He says he was fast it. asleep. Has no idea. Yeah, we had a fight in our. I remember. In his I remember fight. in the yeah. dream thinking like that the TV was really loud, and that I turned it because like usually I know the number like seven is where I can fall asleep. That's like the right <laughs> volume level. So you went to and two. And in my in my brain, I was thinking, "Yep, got it to seven. Good job." <laughs> but in reality, it was like zero. So I don't know. It was a fight. Yeah. It was okay. It was weird. We survived. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys so much for being on the show. Thank you. This was delightful. If you guys are going to buy something on Amazon, which you are because they have everything, click through the banner on my website at alisonrosen.com. It doesn't cost you anything extra, but it does help out the show. And thank you guys so much, so, so, so much from the bottom of my heart for all of the support. Um, The Amazon support is great, and it helps out the show so much, especially as we are 
still accruing um, equipment and getting dining room studios, which I don't know if that's going to be the name, but I'm going with it for yes. now. Up, it is going to be the name. Sure, yes. Up and running, unless we move it to sunroom studios. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which should just be like two feet behind me yeah exactly it's just sort of in the dining room um and 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 uh if you guys want to um how about the show more there are paypal links on my website alisonrosen.com um thanks thanks to everyone who have found those links as well and we have a ringtone available hey 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 go fuck yourself you need that. Get that by searching Hey Go Fuck Yourself on your iPhone in the iTunes store. We have two special bonus episodes available recorded live at the LA Podcast Festival. The first one with Doug Benson and Greg Proops. The next one with Doug Benson, musician Matt Costa, and much of the dearly departed Thursday gang. And those are $1.99 in the comedy album section of the iTunes store. Uh, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's Alice, at Allison Rosen. The show's Twitter feed is at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. And if you want to tweet us, um, a just me or everyone, tweet those to at A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. Also, we have a new show email. It is A-R-I-Y-N-B-F show at gmail.com. Again, that's A-R-I-Y-N-B-F show at gmail.com. Um, that I believe is all of my stuff. Daniel, where should they go to find you? You can just find me at Daniel Quantz. At Daniel Quantz on Twitter, on Twitter and, and Instagram. Instagram. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I'm on Instagram too. Yeah. Um, and that's at Allison Rosen. Jenna, where should we go to find you? Uh, go to jennakimjones.com. Check out my new website. Uh, it's up and running. And I at- checked it out today. It looks really good. It looks good. nice. Right? Yeah, really Thank good. Thank you. Yeah, I like it. It's new. I'm learning how to use it and trying to figure out all the stuff. But check it out, jennakimjones.com. And and while I'm at it, follow Alan on Twitter at Alan Moss. A L L A N. Alan, I'm at 500 followers now on Twitter. Yeah, Ooh, like. that's a big good. deal. That's, that's good. good. It, yeah. I was at like 60 just a few weeks ago. All thanks to you. <laughs> and or all just go to you. hashtag Al or hashtag Al. Yeah. Hopefully, right. when baseball season, it's not. Uh, it doesn't get confused with American League. But <laughs> I'm okay with that. I think so. yours is bigger, probably. Yeah, most <laughs> most likely my following is much <laughs> larger. <laughs> well, I think you'll get a Thursday show bump from this. Oh yeah, this outing. I'm, uh, I'm hoping. I'm at Me Alan too. Moss on Twitter and Instagram, and it's A L L A N. Yeah. You must have to spell it a lot because there's all the time. Surprisingly, there's a surprising t- words out of my mouth. <laughs> Here they come. Yeah. So many ways to spell Alan. Yeah, I'm like used to it. It's always been wrong. Even on the, my cubicle at work, it's spelled wrong. Yeah, and I just like accept it. I'm like, that's cool. <laughs> they, you know, they were well intended. Jen- Jenna like freaks out. I hate it. How's I'm it like, misspelled? A L L E N. Or there's A L A N. Right. So my that mom, is very office space Seinfeld that you're just like yeah, cool with it like, being misspelled mm-hmm. on your cubicle. Whatever. Mm-hmm. I still have a red stapler. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> and Jordan, where should we go for you? Hey, uh, I have a podcast. It's called Jordan Jesse Go. Uh, Allison will be on in the very near future. Yes, uh, great. It's on iTunes or at MaximumFun.org. And uh, hey, watch watch at midnight while you're at it. It's on Comedy Central at midnight. Monday through Thursday. All right. Oh, also, I should mention, I just got my stuff onto SoundCloud. So if you use SoundCloud, which many of you do, go to soundcloud.com slash A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. And you can listen to all the shows there. Again, that's soundcloud.com slash A-R-I-Y-N-B-F. And in the process of getting the show back on Stitcher. So by the time you hear this, it might be on Stitcher. But if not, it should be very, very soon. All right. Thank you guys so much for doing the show. This was super fun. Listeners, thank you so much for sticking with me and for listening. If you like what you're hearing, tell a friend. I love you guys. Goodbye. Hey, do you know about the Allison Rosen show?